Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're back, man. Episode 135. Yup. And we got two special guests. They've been here individually. Now they're here together. We have Nate and we have, what's your last name again? I forget. Nathan Smith. Nah, <laughs> bro. Yeah. I feel horrible. I, I feel horrible. I forgot his last fucking name. We got Nathan Smith and we got Joe Maynard here. Hey. Still, still. All right, man. All right. Appreciate y'all having us. No problem, man. It's great having you back. You know, I fucking butchered this guy's last name. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to mess it up. Yeah, all right. Smith. It's like the most basic American name possible. All right, man. Um, since the last time uh, we've had you guys on individually, you know, the, you know, the, the landscape of your careers have changed. Um, you're obviously getting more attention for what you guys do. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll start with Joe. Um, what has changed significantly for you since the last time you were on? Uh, shit. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Uh more than anything, uh, my social media platform gained a lot of followers. Yeah. Uh, music went crazy, a lot more views. Um, yeah, man, just everything. Like even just like the my financial state, everything. The whole awesome. the whole jump. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that was a great rapper response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to the bag now. I'm getting this money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nate, you man. Uh, shit, I mean, same thing, basically. Social media going crazy, getting to the bag. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more clients. Um, yeah, just uh, just overall, just improving the business. Like, trajectory of any business, you know what I'm saying? Trying to see that shit go up. So 100%, man. Yeah. What I've what I've noticed and analyzed is, is in these videos, man, you got about sixty three percent more ass in these videos. <laughs> we had to increase the ass ratio. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> ass came in abundance. Yeah. That yeah. shit, I, I ain't seen no ass sure. like that since the nineties, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe get... was Joe. He was rapping at the beginning, and you know he's just rapping, and there's some girl next to him yeah. with these hams, dude. I'm talking uh, about. It looked he's, like he's talking about. Uh, it like two. Uh, talking about. It like two Christmas hams. Oh my god. I was like, fuck. He ain't slick either, because. On his Instagram, when you see the little icon, it's just ass and it's face. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's like clickbait. You know? yeah. yeah, and I was listening to the music, but the thing is, is I can't listen to the music and look at that because the ass drowned it out, Jermaine. <laughs> All I heard was I'm trying to get a bag, and I just see the ass popping up. My That's god! Funny. Two minutes to the sleeping bag. Yeah, <laughs> man. Ooh. That's funny, yeah, man. That's great, though, man. I, I think it's really cool because from the very first episode when we had Joe on, he talked about his uh, social media following not being great. He's like, yeah, it's kind of garbage. I need to be more active on it. Yeah. Then yeah. the next time he came, he did a better job. He had he had like it was like over 2K followers. You know, yeah. shit was starting to move. And then he started with more collaborations and 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 still remaining steadfast in his journey. Yeah. He grabbed a whole nother audience. Which mm -hmm. I think is pretty dope. Mm -hmm. And you collaborated with uh, what's that kid's name? Benny uh, Sullivan. Yeah, yeah Benny yeah. Sullivan. It's my dog. Yeah, great yeah. guy, man. He's How'd you guys link up? Uh, he had showed me love on a song like I say like a year back. Mm -hmm. He had put it in one of his vlogs, and when he put it in his vlog, I just hit him up saying thank you. You know what I'm saying? Showing yeah. him love and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, "Bro, when I'm in Baco, we should link." And then we've been solid ever since. Honestly. That's dope, man. Yeah, he had cool. a fucking uh, billboard, man. Yeah, yeah. I've I seen. I've been seeing uh, you, uh, Benny. Yeah. And uh, who else was it? 
It was just you guys together. You and Nate had took a picture together. Yep. But yep. you guys, it, I'm in and out, man, because I'm on a truck. So I see some uh, shit. I'm like, oh, that's great. And then I got to drive, so I don't Unless die. it's the ass, and then he really yeah, watches yeah, it. Yeah, he knew about the ass. Yeah, yeah ass. exactly. <laughs> He's able to, to describe that perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> he described that perfectly. <laughs> I know the exact uh, the, the exact uh, measurements and the diameter <laughs> okay. of that ass. <laughs> Damn, that's man. Funny. I couldn't be on the set with all that ass, man. I'd probably have a stroke or something, man. Man, I'm crying. 35, man. I'm not used to seeing that type of ass right now. I feel like <laughs> I don't know what it's like for y'all, but when I, f- I feel like when you working, it's just work. We be so busy and so focused, like just yeah. making sure shit is right. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. zoning in on, you know what I'm saying, giving a good performance and me yeah. trying to behind the scenes make sure everybody's like ready to go. Yeah. So you don't even think about all that. You're yeah. just like, yo, go in there and have fun because yeah, we exactly. need you to be turned. I yeah. agree. I, I think the two oh. things are true. I think you could be focused. And I think that you recognize all that ass in that video. <laughs> and I think that Usually you, after. Yeah, no, yeah. we... I'm we, like, oh, that, yeah. yeah. We provide the ass for y'all to recognize. You, feel oh, me? you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, for but, us, it just worked. But, right, but, but, but the ass is still a metric for... Yeah, <laughs> that's how you measure in our career. Yeah, not for real. The bigger the ass, that's how you the bigger the career. There. Yeah. How do y'all go about picking the girls that's gonna be in the videos? If they got ass, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I let Nate do that. Oh, my. <laughs> I guess that shows what I go for usually. Oh my god, Nate! I could just see Nate having a casting call. And he just got this room and he's got this door. All right, next. All right, go ahead and turn around. Turn for around me. first. Thing you think Nate is a nasty man. <laughs> <laughs> you think Nate is nasty out here. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, was, I was juggling with Eddie the other day. I was like, Nate be checking the acoustics of the ass. So like, he'll smack it. And he'll make, be EQing this. <laughs> <laughs> that EQ That's crazy. Oh, my God. Makes a master in the cheeks. Makes a master in the cheeks. Oh, my God. Nasty man. <laughs> Put that on my resume from now. <laughs> yeah, I think you know Nate's. A, he seems like a he's a solid guy, man. He, but behind that cool demeanor and that calm, you know, businessman approach, mm-hmm. this guy is a straight up freak, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. I can't deny it. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. I try to be the most professional person ever, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. We all human. Like, <laughs> like uh, can you tell Kimberly to meet me in my chambers after the video? All right. Thank you. That's wild. The chamber. That's wild. <laughs> that's yeah. cool. But yeah, the video's been going up, man. How's how's have you seen like a transition as far as like, you know, just quality, your budgets and stuff like that? Oh yeah, like, for sure. Like we've been doing like back in the day we would like think of something and we wouldn't be able to do it to our yeah. to our best yeah. extent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But now like when we think of something, we do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so awesome. I, I think that's the difference. That's one of yeah. the most uh, satisfying parts about mm-hmm. like the whole journey and, and this type of a career is like having visions for like videos for the music and mm-hmm. like being able to execute that shit exactly how you plan. Yeah. That yeah. shit is so gratifying. Like it's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's dope. Cool. And what the crazy thing about it is you guys, believe it or not, are still getting started. You haven't even reached Facts. the yeah. I think that almost every time though, like anytime we do something, I'm like, man, we just get they have no the idea beginning. what's next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys are what, twenty four? Yeah, twenty three. Yeah. You guys are going on twenty four or what? Yeah, I'm twenty four now, but Okay. So mm-hmm. imagine when you're twenty seven. 
Yeah. I mean, shit. Next couple months, everything like yeah. No, we got fast. some. We got some shit, bro. Like yeah. some some like really big shit in the tuck. Like mm-hmm. some shit that people. If I told people, they'll be like, "Yo, like how? Like how'd you yeah. pull this off?" So that's cool. Yeah, in the next few months, we are gonna see how that plays out. That's you dope, know? man. So yeah. your star is definitely rising. I uh, checked your Spotify up. That shit's going up too. Yeah, every uh, time I check, it be like it should be going up yeah. five thousand more. And then yeah. I seen it's going up. And then on the side, I seen some peach emojis. Nah, you know, with with the, with the monthly listens, you start seeing more peach emojis. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. The comments do. God, that joke missed you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get it at first. I was thinking about all all that ass in those videos. It's drowning his. Yeah. That's funny. One thing I will say is I see um, a lot more like of a comedic tone to the to the videos now. Like, mm-hmm. has that been a conscious effort to just try to have more fun in the, with your music videos? I wouldn't say it's a conscious effort. I think we just be doing us. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So yeah, we like, be trying to act a fool all the time in real life regularly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it kind of plays into the videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's all it is. We just we funny. I think we're funny. <laughs> Plus, I feel like it's like you want to see something more interesting than just. You know, a typical like talking about rap music video yeah. with ass. It's yeah. like if you can do that, because that's obviously what almost everybody wants to see. Mm-hmm. Plus, because it's that style of song. Sometimes, mm-hmm. if you could add in some type of like background to it, to where it's not just that surface level, to where it has some like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's cool how they did that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Then it, it takes the production level to another level. Definitely. That's cool. Your album that came out uh, it hasn't been out very long, but mm-hmm. I caught it when it first dropped the Maybach Dreams album. Yeah, yep. And I just listened to it back and forth. I drove out to Riverside to grab a load. Just let it play through. I didn't like skim through it. I just kept listening. Then I listened again. Yeah. Like this is a solid project. So yeah, you did a you did a good job. It yeah. sounded good. Congrats. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Were you the one that mastered it? Yeah, recorded, mixed, and mastered damn near the entire thing except mm-hmm. for the whole thing. No, well the features, like oh, yeah, their engineers, the fe- yeah. yeah, whoever okay. like yeah. recorded the features. And, with. and how long did it take to create that uh, that album? Uh, I don't remember what the like first song. About was. a year, about a year, about a That's year cool. total. Yeah, this shit. Being an artist is not fucking easy, man. It, it, you oh, got to yeah. think about it. Like you're starting with nothing, and you're creating all these songs, mm-hmm. writing all these lyrics, creating all this, you know, production. Mm-hmm. Like that shit. Just thinking about it is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. People say when people try to say something is good or not good or whatever. A lot of times that's subjective in regards to art. But you need to understand this person started off with a blank canvas yeah. and fucking wrote lyrics, created beats, and it got mastered. That shit is it's impressive. Yeah. yeah. It's impressive. I think what's kind of cool and a little different about our um, approach to it, too, is like we'll just work and work and work until there kind of comes a point where like, I feel like this is like a project. Like everything is like kind of leaning towards these songs need to be together. And the final mixing and mastering will happen probably in like a week. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like wow. we'll kind of wait till not necessarily like procrastinating on it, but it just feels like oh, now's the time, so let's get it out. Yeah, I, you, I don't really my bad to cut you off. No, go ahead. I don't really have like a uh like a a set way to make a project. Mm-hmm. I just start making music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I, at a certain point, especially when I'm consistent, I'll hit this like really big stride for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like for like a month or two where I just like I feel like I can't miss. It goes you know? crazy. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I can't miss. And then like at a certain point, I'll slow down, and that's when I'll be like, okay, I'm looking back at these songs. I'll be like, do I have enough yet? Mm-hmm. If I don't have enough, I'll keep going, and I'll hit another stride, and then uh, at that at that point, I'll have enough, you know? Yeah. How many songs did not make it on the album? A lot. I record a lot. Mm-hmm. Hell, like, like a lot, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. Give me a neighborhood. What are we talking? 
uh, for this like project, I say about twenty to thirty. I didn't make it. Damn, I, I would say I'm yeah. not sure. But, yeah. And yeah. that could be anywhere from like a quick reference where he just walked in and like, let me see how I sound on this. To like, we had a full song done, mm. and it just didn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's part of the reason why mm-hmm. I kind of like wait till we know the project is set to like mix and master stuff. Yeah, like fully, because then mm. it's like now we know what's making the cut type. Yeah, thing. yeah. Mm. And and how do you know what makes the cut? Meaning, it's just, just fire. <laughs> yeah, no. What I, I kind of have like that is something I do have like a set rule. The track listing has to all sound good to me. Because I make so many different sounds, so I got to figure out a way to make them all like blend some way. Some way, you know what I'm saying? And like sequencing is so important. People don't understand that like a song being after another song can make that song sound ten times better. You know That's a I'm great saying? point. That is very true. Yeah. To, you know? to transition into exactly. So wow. Yeah. If I if they don't, it's so like a lot of songs that I made. I think they're fire, but they didn't fit the wow. sequencing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you know what you got to do now, right? But I gotta do. You gotta do what a lot of artists do. You gotta create a deluxe. Deluxe, album. yeah. Oh. The deluxe Maybach Dreams Deluxe. See, I've been wanting to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to do that, but I feel like I gotta make videos to everything on that project before I give a deluxe out. Wow. I'm like trying to be really visual based. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. That's dope. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Everyone mm-hmm. has a different way that they bring the music. I noticed that, uh, like a Russ, he has uh, album. I guess you call it not album art, but he has some artist that does it. So for each song. He has a different like art, like mm, something like, to describe the song. Visualizer, I think it's called. It, I'm not sure. I think this is what you're talking about. The cover art, just the oh, cover art. Yeah. Cover art. Okay. It has okay, like okay. a theme to it. Exactly. It's, like it's a, a theme to each one, and like a so, simple design. So okay. basically, to summarize it all, like you want to do a video to each one. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a different way of doing the same thing. Okay. And a lot yeah. of artists do these. Now, what would be crazy is like you know, a lot of artists are having these shorter albums mm-hmm. where they got like seven, six, seven songs. And then they released the deluxe, and that's like twenty seven songs. Yeah, on no there. cap, yeah. yeah. They be doing that. Yeah. So they they just be letting it all out. The first one they'll give you like hella songs, and then still hella more songs on the deluxe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now you're just like forty songs on. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to an interview recently with Nipsey, and they talked about like songs that didn't make it. I'm like, yo, I want to hear these fucking songs. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the coldest parts about being an engineer or mm-hmm. just like even being an assistant, like being around rooms and hearing yes. like what people got going on. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes you'll be like listening and be like, yo, that song is crazy. And it never comes out. Oh, like, uh, ever. So, was it Hit Boy that had that tweet recently? They talked about he had, he, he's seen two people two cry people crying, in, in the booth. Oh, uh, yeah. And one was Nipsey and it was uh like the second Wait, verse of Keys second. to the City. No, mm-hmm. it was uh, yeah. Racks in the Middle. Racks in the Middle. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's like this is only shit like you know engineers and producers people get to in see the room. people yeah. in the room get to see it. Yeah. And, and I mean this, my bad, you, you good? Go ahead. Like the even like the runners and stuff. Mm. I remember like I was running while um, Nip was recording Victory Lap, and it was like towards when I had just got hired was like the last month or two that mm. he was finishing up the album, and I remember hearing the day they got the dedication verse back with Kendrick on it. And that shit was going crazy. I'm talking about they play that shit so loud, like everybody in the hallways could hear it. Like booming. It was just, and everybody's energy was so hyped. Like he'll come out the room geeked, like just so excited, you know? It's like that type of energy and stuff is like really infectious. Even with that, with that song, a lot of people probably won't say it, but I think um, Nipsey's last verse was um, the best verse on that song. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's just my opinion, but. It's like they excited to get Kendrick's verse, and that probably you know juiced yeah, him up yeah, to like, like yeah, I gotta, I gotta go, go in, in. Yeah. 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 It's a friendly competition. Yeah, 
But yeah, um, dope, I was gonna say. Oh, so as far as uh, the release date, man, you released on the same day as Blast. What, what's up with that? Man? <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> it wasn't no plan or nothing. Yeah. No, that's that's the homie. Yeah, he go crazy, bro. Yeah, Dude, he, the, he the one, not the two. Honestly, bro. <laughs> he the one, not the two, bro. Bro is a, yeah, is a beast. Is yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, it's yeah. it's tough with the releases too, cause uh distribution, like going through like DistroKid or you know any of like the general like companies that do that for uh, artists. Mm-hmm. It's like you gotta have that shit ready hella far in advance. Yeah, we be yeah. wanting to get shit out, yeah, and it's just like oh now we gotta wait on distribution. Yeah, this yeah. shit is not fun. So like yeah. sometimes like dates, we probably want it sooner. You yeah, know what I'm saying sometimes yeah. later. Like it's just I definitely want it sooner for that project. Mm-hmm. But like like you said. We have to wait a certain amount of time. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta have the cover art ready, the tracklist ready. You gotta make sure the album is finished. Obviously, yeah. it's mm-hmm. gotta be mixed and mastered, and then you gotta upload, and then they'll let you know like how long this shit finna yeah. take. And yeah. then they kept uh, there was a few songs on there they didn't let us upload. Like, what? Really? Yeah, because like samples and stuff like the, that. Yeah, and like the IRSC codes was fucked up somehow. Yeah, like, nobody knows what that means. <laughs> Basically, it's like <laughs> I mean, we just talk, we having a casual conversation. IRSC code in a very like general form. I could be kind of wrong on this so correct me but okay. it's basically like some type of code that's embedded into the music itself okay so that like when it's played places it can get tracked so that you oh. can get your like royalties and yeah. stuff off oh. of it. in a very basic sense like gotcha. that's kind of how it works gotcha. so like you get the code when you upload for the first time or you know mm-hmm. some way shape or form a company will give you the code yeah and uh so to re-upload like if you want to add it to a project because those singles have been out if you want to add it to a project, you just have to Same add code. the code mm-hmm. and then, you know, upload the song to the track list and then it should just work because the code is the same code. But mm-hmm. for like two or three of the songs, the code, it was just like, this shit's not going to work. So uh, we had to just cut it because it was going to take too long to fix it. Uh, damn. Yeah. So yeah. that's why, like, I don't know if you see, but the track list um, and what comes up on Apple Music is a little bit different because mm-hmm. certain songs, the IRC codes was fucked up. Yeah. Damn, yeah. this shit is technical, man. Yeah, and yeah. like if we had our own distributor, like how labels do, you know, that would be solved much, much easier. But yeah. because we're independent, we're working with just you know the just basic companies. It's like and all that. Yeah, kind of yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Customer service is not the best. Yeah. No, terrible. Yeah. They need yeah. to get it together. Honestly, customer service. Yeah. Oh, wow. they don't even have numbers, bro. You have you to email, email them. them. Yeah. Oh my have to. god, they make it hard to email. Yeah. And is this like is this in the states or is it out like outsourced? It's in the states. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. With the um with the samples and stuff, have you guys like tried to get them cleared or like you just you just be rocking? We just be suit? rocking. Yeah, we just be rocking. <laughs> we, we ain't got the budget for that. No, not even just yeah. that, bro. Uh, not big enough for that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they don't they only care when your song like going crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like when you hitting billboards and stuff, but I ain't hitting no but, billboards. But have, but can they retroactively go back? Like let's say you think you let's say you got a banger that goes so crazy. Yep. Can they go back and you know be like Oh, they're gonna hit you for the bag. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. Like they'll take you know, they'll take you to court or something yeah. like that. Uh, or they'll try to solve it with just you, but they'll for sure like Really? If it's going that crazy, sometimes they'll be cool. Money. Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. depends on them. It, it totally depends on them. That's why, like, some artists, they can get away with getting a sample from, like, a legend. You know what I'm saying? Because their estate was just cool with letting the sample go. Yeah. And other times it's the opposite. They won't let anybody touch it. Like, mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye, they won't let nobody yeah. touch his shit. Like, Oh, yeah. See, like, I got a cool story on something we had to clear that, like, it got cleared by the estate. It's like, because we got a Jimmy Wapo feature before he passed away. Oh. And uh, his mom called me. 
Wow. Like his mom called me. Yeah. And she was just like, yeah, I see you released this song. And like, I don't know really who you are. She was like, wow. Uh, it was it was a few years back. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't really know who you are. She was like, all that I ask is that you send us a certain amount of percentages or whatever. I'm like, you guys can keep the song up. And wow. I was like, cool. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. His mom, actually. That's mom, yeah. yep. That's how I go, huh? Is that Not, how they did it with Tupac, too? With his mom? Whoever, whoever gets left Tupac's in charge, mom, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Tupac's mom owned his estate. But no, she didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the lady. yeah, and that's how she came at me, too. She was just like, uh, you know, we feed his family. He feeds his family off of this. Yeah. Wow. So, like, you know, it'll be cool if you sent us our percentages. So Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's, a lot, it's a lot of money in music, man. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. you seeing a lot. About of, to be a lot more. <laughs> oh, yeah. High key. Oh yeah, if the streaming goes up, right? Because yeah, it's like the working on the numbers. Yeah, I seen mm-hmm. some. I think me and you had talked about when we were talking about the stocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the number of users of all streaming services, like you know Apple, Spotify, anything streaming, uh-huh. is around like fifty million. About Shit. how many people are actually using it in like the next two years or something? It's gonna quadruple to two hundred million. Oh my god! Just because it's gonna spread to you know much other bigger parts it's of the crazy. world. Yeah, I've, I'm like I was in the dark with a lot of it. You know, but I guess uh, we had found out that I guess uh, was it a, a sale? Was it was fifteen hundred streams? Yep, for album. For album. Album okay. sales, yeah, fifteen hundred streams. Crazy. Yeah, but that's mostly for like the RIAA for like you know to get your certifications and your plaques right. and stuff. Right, and now they're trying to like determine the metric for podcasting. They're gonna make it different. I'm not sure if it's different. It's just kind of in the dark. Interesting. And pro- Joe Budden had these conversations trying to figure this shit out. Yeah. And uh, and he's kind of like, he wants to know what the model is. They said they were going to be transparent, and that's not really They're what not. happened. Well, I'm wondering what the point is, only because the only point in my head for them to do that with music is to track, you know what I'm saying, to see if you're like, how many you're selling. Because it doesn't equal the amount of money like if your album was like ten dollars mm-hmm. fifteen hundred streams isn't going to get you ten dollars it's going to be like different depending on where they subscribe or where they're just listening on a free version of the app you know what i'm yeah. saying so it's like mm. it doesn't even correlate to the financial gains of what a sale means it's mm-hmm. only for tracking like the numbers mm. so i wonder what the point would be for podcasts for doing that i don't know yeah bro. the, the problem with podcasts is that it's not you know, your songs are maybe like an average of like three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the podcast, we're talking for like two hours. Exactly. So that's yeah. where they're trying to figure uh, out like what the value of a two hour conversation is versus a three minute song. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't want to disclose too much, but this is one of the reasons why me and Keith haven't went to Spotify. Mm-hmm. Because there's no point in going there until you give us the bag. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> yeah. streaming shit, there ain't. The, the bag don't come until you get numbers. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's numbers, a numbers base. Mm-hmm. And, and Joe Budden talked about how he was disappointed with that, too, because he said, I go off based off vibes, not numbers. Because a lot of there's a lot of popular podcasts that is low-key trash. They don't know how to have a conversation. And it, I mean, I guess you could say that's subjective, but it's a lot of celebrities that are oversaturating the podcast space that uh, aren't very great. Yeah. And just because they have a name, they're getting the eyes on them. Sure. I mean, I feel like that's in low-key anything, especially music. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's like, you know what I'm saying? That's the one. Like, mm-hmm. everybody wants to be a rapper type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things. What are you going to do? Um, mm-hmm. Describe your guys' relationship and how far you go back. Because obviously, you guys have been here individually, but not together. So, start with you, Nate. Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, shit. Third grade. You know what I'm saying? Was homies ever since? 
I uh, I ended up going to a different school for junior high. So I didn't see nobody that I was friends with in elementary school for like two or three years. Uh-huh. And then we linked back up in, in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that high. point, uh, I went to like Fruitvale. Oh, okay. Yeah. Totally different than mm-hmm. McKinley. Yeah, yeah. Totally yeah. separate. Yeah. yeah. Different place. Yeah. Um, but then uh, once we came back to to high school, it was it was cool. We weren't like locked in like the, locked yeah. in like it was in um, in elementary school for sure. Yeah. Um, but then towards the end of high school, we both ended up starting to get into music like on our own separately. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of came together again after that. That's cool. Which yeah. is crazy because like I didn't really release nothing at that time or anything. But I was just like, you know, getting my feet wet with it, you know. So mm-hmm. and uh, and I had seen that he was doing it, so I recorded with him and stuff, and like, we kind of really started getting back cool at that time. And then uh, I say in like 2017 mm-hmm. or so, we got super, super close again, like mm-hmm. super, super. Probably 2016, but he became my manager in 2017. Oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? And that's when we really like got back to where we were it's funny too because we were like stupid close to elementary school yeah. like hella hella close yeah it's crazy how like life kind of plays out sometimes yeah, man. <laughs> super crazy yeah but it's energy though energy yeah. will bring you back or pull you away yeah you know as you get older you find out who your real ones is yeah for uh, sure what yeah. what have i'll ask both of you guys about each other like what kind of growth have you seen in one of the like as far as Nate with his managing and mixing and Mm -hmm. then as far as uh, Joe with his you know music and stuff like that um I would say man he's grown into a like a a super dope engineer Mm -hmm. always been a super dope person Mm -hmm. so like uh you know them two things clicking together just makes him super super dope (laughs) you know what I'm saying (laughs) like um but not even just that man like as a manager he takes care of everything for me pretty much you know what I'm saying like whatever I need done he take care of it you know what i'm saying all i gotta do is say a word and like i couldn't be more appreciative of that did i say that word right yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. you know what i'm saying i'm trying out here right. but, uh, <laughs> but yeah i'm super appreciative of man because he like he does everything man and him and will both of them man i i love them niggas to death man yeah, shout out to dj will man yeah shout out my dog hilarious bro he's, <laughs> man, he's, he's just on oh he's geek on, he's on, on 10, 10, on 10. <laughs> everywhere like all the time on text like in person <laughs> oh my God. sometimes it's like nigga yo chill <laughs> out bro like what are you doing but that's my uh, dog bro i love that nigga to yeah, death man i love to- both of them to death and uh yeah, bro. Like I said, I just seen them, seen him as an engineer, especially because like when I first went to him, I don't really, I wouldn't say I didn't like how he mixed my vocals, but it wasn't like where I thought it should have been. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, I thought I think he mastered him. You know what I'm saying? I don't go to any other engineers anymore. Mm-hmm. Wow, like, at all. That shit was a process for sure. Yeah, he's got a lot of bass in his voice, yeah. and like for my mixing style. I just couldn't get it right for the longest. Um, And obviously, like, equipment plays a factor into that, too, and stuff. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just after, like, so much repetition of mixing, it's like you finally get that pocket. I think the biggest part is he realized that I like my vocals, like, not much done to him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because before he was, like, adding a lot more high end and stuff like that, and he would thin them out a bit. But now I'm like, nah, leave it. Like, you know what I'm saying? My voice is kind of yeah. cool how it is normally so yeah yeah i would i for sure was like over mixing stuff yeah and then he'd be like let's go back to the rough that's what it was it's because we would go back to like the rough so much it's like we're like yo hey let's just go back to that first you know yeah. what i'm saying that first edit it's like yeah. let's rock off of that more so yeah, that's cool. it's, yeah it's, it's voice really dominates the mic for sure <laughs> it's deeper than mine's <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was saying something right now you just mentioned him having a deep voice and he wasn't even next to the mic and he's like yeah that's how yes. I feel 
You're the new age Barry White, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. This <laughs> nigga was trying to use his seductive voice just a minute ago. No, 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 no. Oh man, hey, hey, Joe Manning was one of them dudes that could never whisper. <laughs> he go in here and be like, "Yeah, so we going we going to my house later." <laughs> I'm fucking with you, man. Yeah, yeah. and funny. I guess as far as like his artistry, like when he was talking about uh, when he get in album mode, he the spurts every once in a while. It's like trajectory is crazy every time he steps in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even like last night, he called me like, "Hey, bro." I got this one. We finished record tomorrow. <laughs> like, this shit is just like another level. And like yeah. when he says shit like that, it's like exactly what I expect. Yeah. For it to be some crazy, you know? That's dope. Have you guys ever been at home, like, you know, just chilling? You know, you're about to go to sleep. You're about to go to sleep. And then like he hits you up, like, hey, man, we got to go to booth right now type shit. Yeah. Wait, you said we just be at home chilling? Yeah, you like, be at home chilling and you about to go to sleep. And then you just, something hits you. And then you hit him up and like, yo, we got to go to the studio. I, I do. We we plan ahead. I right. feel like most of the time. I, I do spare the moment studio sessions too, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I feel when I really feel the vibe, like I do spare the moment studio sessions, but not that often though. It's not yeah. like something I do all the time. It'd be tough sometimes, just because like I still obviously work with like you know hella people in the city. Right. So it's like sometimes it hit me and I'm like fuck, I'm already booked up for like the whole rest of the night. Damn. Type shit. So it's like it'd be tough, but um, but yeah, now sometimes we get them, but a lot of times I think it's planned ahead, especially because. Um, being in LA versus here sometimes right. it'd be like we'll actually have to be like oh I won't be in Bakersfield for two days mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or like oh I'm gonna be in LA three days mm-hmm. from now so we'll like kind of plan it like that That's yeah dope. if you didn't know Nate was an engineer you would think he was selling drugs out of the it is oh no for real yeah my neighbors they be yeah they be tweeting sometimes especially cause one of them's like very just all in the neighborhood you know mm-hmm. really neighborhood yeah. watch type of guy yeah. and it's like yeah he'll like text my mom like, there's people outside your house <laughs> I'm like, bro, like this has been happening for how many years now like, like you know it's my clients like, yeah. like they gonna stand outside they gonna smoke you know what I'm saying yeah. they gonna come in we gonna Nate, record yeah Nate looked like one of those real sneaky dudes is selling keys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta keep it legitimate <laughs> we gotta keep it for the tax, oh, for the tax write-offs yeah. I had a um, where did you get this whole uh, like your business model from Cause I know uh, Davo, Mozzie's manager is like does a similar thing like you. He engineers. He's a manager. And oh, does he? Like, I didn't yeah. even know he engineers. Yeah, that's how it's like. Mm-hmm. And he um, produces too. Yeah, for real. Yeah, Sheesh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, honestly, it's like I just love everything music. Yeah. And like as I was coming up, I knew I just want to be a part of all of it. Uh-huh. You know, I really just want to get my hands on like every aspect because I feel like I'll kill it. You know what I'm saying? If I really put my mind to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, kind of, I don't know. It's just working with people who are also looking for other things. Cause it's like when you have an artist who like already has everything lined up, you don't really, you know what I'm saying? You're not looking for nobody else to kind of handle Sorry about shit. that noise. I'm getting a drink. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Continue. <laughs> no, you're going to give me one too. <laughs> that motherfucker loud as fuck. Mind I'm sorry. Water? Hold that thought, man. <laughs> Go ahead, man. You want, a you want, you want something yeah, else yeah. to drink? Yeah, bottom water. Go ahead and grab cool. one, man. 
folks, I'm sorry. Nate was just saying something important that I just totally disrupted him. <laughs> they must have been partying yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah he ran, ran through two hours. Yeah, you guys, this guy. I wasn't partying like that. I just this guy, you need to change your name instead of Joe Maynard's fucking Joe Dehydrated. <laughs> this guy is dehydrated, man. No, I, I am, for real. I need to get myself Somebody together. call the doctor. A lot of Henny. A lot of Henny in my life. <laughs> this guy was drunk uh, two, two gallons of Henny and busted 20 nuts last night. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Nasty <laughs> man. Freak man. He took it to another level. <laughs> Nobody was prepared. <laughs> <At all. laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it really just comes from, you know, saying being around a lot of artists who need a lot of different things and kind of seeing like, like, oh, I can help you out with this or I could do this. Mm-hmm. And then evolving into like, you know, really taking it seriously, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. But yeah. I but think yeah, that's it. Then, oh, go ahead. No, sorry. You go. I was going to say, I think that's the name of the game now, just being multifaceted. 100%. Like, you know, uh-huh. that way you guys can really move around with like three or four people and yeah. do the work of like six or seven people. Well, that's the thing. Like we all, you know what I'm saying? Like we'll include mm-hmm. it, especially like handle very important things for the careers. Yeah. It's like he handles pretty much all of like, I want to say visuals aside from like making music videos itself, but any mm-hmm. type of like meme content or like. Um, Even the vlogs, yeah, the vlog, yeah, oh yeah, he does the vlog that editing. That shit is important. Like, yeah, no, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like the vlog stuff be going up, and it's like that's primarily because of his man. editing. Like, yeah, and what I love about it is it it let me reduce my role down to pretty much making music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's dope. Yeah, yeah, it let me reduce my role pretty much. Don't get me wrong, I still gotta show up places, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and do my job. But like, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much my job is making music and and performing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's dope. Yeah, it helps a lot. That's dope. Um, in regards to your social media, uh, yep. we talked about, you know, the jump and the followers. And I mean, look, having followers is not a big deal, but having followers is a big deal when you're an artist mm-hmm. because you're being recognized for something. You're not just a, a you know, a pretty girl with a swimsuit on getting attention. Yeah. Yep. You, this is actually being directed towards your music. Mm-hmm. So people get to actually listen to you um, in regards to. I don't want to get into finances because I don't want to dig in your business. <laughs> no, you good. But have things like changed significantly in regards to different areas of your career from from the from the Instagram and the other followings? Oh yeah, uh, financially, yeah, for sure. Because okay. I live off music, so you know that kind of I have to be on it. You know what right. I'm saying? But also, like when I'm in Bakersfield, bro, like everywhere I go, I'm taking pictures. Crazy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. and it's like. For me to only have 13K followers and I take pictures as much as I do, it really shows that people are really engaged. It's That's like, awesome, dude. you know, like these followers are really engaged. So it's like uh, that changed. Also, like, you know, as an artist, when you would upload before, it would be hit and miss on what would go up and what wouldn't. Now everything goes up. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So that kind of keeps my confidence up. You feel That's me? good. So those things... Um, what else would I say? Other rappers taking me serious. Mm. Like, it's easier for me to get features. Easier yeah. for me to get beats. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But That's good. I think we all want to be taken seriously. Yeah. I think that's important. You want to be taken seriously for what you do. Mm-hmm. I don't want somebody to say, oh, Eddie and Keith. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather them say, hey, that's Eddie and Keith from a Trucker's Mind podcast. Those guys really do a great job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that's Joe Maynard and Nate. Oh, those guys really do a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, have you heard their album? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that shit's important. Yeah. We, we, we can act like, you know, oh, I don't care. But yeah, you do, especially when it's your art. Yep. Yeah. Well, because just like you said, it's the business, too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
that should have really fueled the career itself. Yeah, yeah. Dope. I yeah, a, everything uh, you know, what I'm saying, put it straight back to the music. So, I have a like a, a nerdy music question. Mm-hmm. So, like from the last few years, I, I'd be looking at like who's winning the Beck's the uh, like the engineering awards at the Grammys and mm-hmm. stuff. I think yeah. last year was like Billie Eilish or something like that. And then I start to see like these these patterns where they're almost like dismissing hip hop. But I mm-hmm. feel like there's I feel like in hip hop, there's um, it's like underappreciated because what happens with Billie Eilish's album, she all she did was use like the the templates of hip hop, like distorting the bass lines, mm. and, you know, just crushing the kicks and stuff Elements. like that. And then just layered like these silky vocals over it. So I feel like. I'm not even sure what my question is, but do you feel like hip hop mixing is underappreciated? Um, the, the mixing, that's a good question. I feel, I definitely agree with what you said about like it kind of getting like brushed under the rug sometimes mm-hmm. where it's like they'll, the hip hop categories, you know what I'm saying? Those ones go crazy because that's all everybody's favorite stuff. Yeah. And then it's like when you get in the pop category, even though you got like those two hit rap songs in there, they never gonna give it to hip hop, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. But then again, so I guess for the hip hop mixing, it's a lot of engineers that are like kind of how we're coming up to where it's like that's just the artist homie. Like mm-hmm. you see that in studios a lot. It'll be like huge big name artists where the engineer, like you'll be like he could have did that different in like a more fluent way or he could have like kind of approached that differently to make it easier for himself or whatever and then like you'll be like oh how'd y'all like link up but oh i just known him like i've been recording him since he blew up Mm. so it's like a lot of times the engineers will be the homies and so besides from them like sending off the mixes to like you know like the a-list engineers um it'll just come from like the dude who they've been working with forever 100 percent. yeah so some so sometimes that's why like a lot of like hip-hop mixing will be kind of ass mm-hmm. sometimes because mm-hmm. it's like oh they recorded that shit somewhere crazy in a hotel room and like it was the rough mix because they forgot to fucking yeah print the stems for the engineer so you know what i'm saying something like yeah. that so i've been thinking about like that whole 2000s mixtape era yeah. and at the time we was just playing it but you know in retrospect it sounds terrible like, yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of bad mixes but it's yeah. crazy because it still just goes up yeah. like the, yeah. the feeling the emotion in those songs yeah, still cuts through even though the mixes are just yeah. ass sometimes certain, certain letters be all sloppy on the mic like certain P's and S's yeah well because a lot of times like in, in sessions they won't even give you time to like yeah. make sure that shit is right you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like if you're recording a piano, you know, make sure all the levels is cool. The mics is set. But like, you know, I think I need to move that mic to like an inch to the left. Yeah. And hip hop, they just gonna walk in the booth. They gonna spit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. That shit better be on. <laughs> yeah. Like that's basically it. Like yeah. the mic better be on, oh, yeah. and like the level better just be cool. And you know this is like the the one take era too. Like that's a thing where like. Well, it's nah. It's the opposite now. They've it's bar for bar now. Okay. Off the top, like wow. every bar is freestyle off the top. Like, oh, type I got shit you. now yeah. for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like the new wave of like auto tune rap. And then like with hip hop too, we just go off feeling. Yeah. Like we literally, it's all feeling. So like mm-hmm. the mix can be trash, but if it's like got that <laughs> that sound to it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's kind of like we said earlier, the yeah. over mixing will kill the feeling. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's yeah, that's the big thing. Just, about. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was like, they they've been doing a um a lot of things now. Like with they talk about a lot a lot with Jay Z's last album, four four four, where they just didn't really mix anything. I mm. think they probably like leveled it a little bit, but 
you know, they didn't they didn't mix it like, you know, over mix it just to have that feeling in there. Yeah, the rawness mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. I heard the same thing too. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to it all the way through, but mm-hmm. I heard that same thing. That album is fire, bro. That yeah, album is fire, bro. No, I yeah. for sure heard a couple songs. I got to tap in. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tap into the, into the legend. Yeah, oh, one thing. You got your, uh, your first, like, placement. So I'm going to oh, congratulate yeah. you on that. Yeah, that, 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 that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. It, um, basically, so <clears> one of my uh, coworkers, he got a placement. Um, it was uh, for the new YG and, and De Soulon song. Mm-hmm. It was um, Equinox, I think. Mm-hmm. So he got that placement, and he knew he got it, so he went to check it on Title because Title's like the only place we can like find accurate. Yeah, play- that's why I got Title credits. And uh, so he checked it, and he was like, "Oh, because you can go to your name if you're credited." So he went to that, and then he just went to his overall profile, and he went and he seen and got credits on mm-hmm. this other project, and uh, he clicked on it, and it was um, uh, Lunai. He's like a reggaeton artist, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, he got credits on that. So he went through the whole album because he was on like song five or something. Mm-hmm. And he went and checked the credit on every song. And then I got credit on song number nine yeah, with wow. one of our other coworkers on the same session. And you didn't even know. I had no idea it was out yeah. for, it's been out for like a year. That's it's got like over a billion streams on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, I was about to say, oh that's really big. Lunai is huge. Yeah, Lunai is, yeah. Like oh one of the biggest, yeah. newest yeah. reggaeton stars. Like, that's yeah, that shit got over a we, billion on Spotify already. We, we talked about uh, reggaeton recently and about how, you know, when I was in college, so we're talking about shit, 2005, six, how it like blew up, mm-hmm. but it has like the same tempo almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all of it sounds so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's oh, that yeah. sound. Though. It gets you moving every time. Though. Every that's time. It, like, it never misses. <laughs> like, never fails. That's yeah. exactly why they keep that shit. That shit it, never misses. Even if you don't understand Spanish, that shit will get you pumped up. Turn that shit up over speakers, bro. Everybody be in there. Turned yeah. up like a yeah. motherfucker. It's just weird, too, because it's like you could work like three weeks with somebody. Like, I just worked six months with a certain group of artists and like i doubt i'm gonna get credits on that project mm. you know what i'm saying six months 12 hours a day seven days a week damn yeah and i doubt Fuck. i'm gonna get credits but like that one was like i was there for like six hours or something and mm-hmm. like they just they happened to you. give me credit. and that's an album credit that's not a single like technically it's on a single but mm-hmm. it that was for the whole you know what i'm saying i'm on the album credit so it's yeah. like what are the 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 benefits uh from this is this something that can be like referenced in regards to a like resume type deal yeah basically you can just kind of you know build your resume a little bit um and then hopefully get a plaque because like you know it's like if you're in that field you're gonna get your work because like word of mouth and like Mm -hmm. who you work with and if Mm -hmm. you work for the studio studio gonna hook you up but you know i'm saying to have like a plaque on the wall for anybody to see on social media or whatever like that should get you customers for sure like especially for my home studio business like when i post shit like that People immediately, hey, bro, I'm trying to get in. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit, it helps financially. Yeah. It helps for the career in the long run. That's you dope. Know, everybody wants the credits because it starts with those and then it just goes up to, like, you're getting, you know what I'm saying, they, I, Grammys and shit. It's funny because, like, the same way I'll be talking to Pat about, like, his music videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, from the day before you seen that to the day that you posted that, you probably didn't get much better as far as your mixing. But nah, just yeah. just seeing that people like oh snap like Nate yeah doing it's thing. just yeah, it's yeah. a star moment yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah it's like saying it's like with the billboard and stuff it's like yo we mm-hmm. doing shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you gotta let people know people yeah. a lot a lot of engineers <laughs> undervalue social media extremely a lot yeah. of engineers don't even have some 
Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, you're missing out on a bag. Yeah. Granted, you know what I'm saying? It might be like some local artists, you know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. what's fueled me for like pretty much my whole career. So yeah. it's like, yeah, social media is extremely undervalued when it comes to. You're doing your thing on there, bro. Just seeing you had a little giveaway you had. It shit went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> shit went crazy. I had yeah. 156 people tap in with the giveaway, like shared that's, my that's shit, lot, commented. Bro. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. It was nuts. Yeah. yeah. That's the type of attention you want, though. Well, and it was for sessions. So it's like all 156 people, those were all artists. If not, maybe a couple of friends that wanted to give it wow. to their homies. Yeah. But yeah, it was like all artists type shit. All pretty much in the city and then it's some crazy. surrounding cities. That's hella dope. That's dope. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that one of the coolest things I respect about both of you is that you um, are getting paid off of what you love to do. Mm-hmm. That was the craziest shit, bro. <laughs> like literally like when I first started, when because there was a period of time when I was working at Universal Studios as a cook in mm-hmm. one of the restaurants mm-hmm. and then half at a recording studio. Mm-hmm. And then when I went off of that, because I was like one of the worst jobs I ever had. I was like depressed and shit. When I went completely off of that to only studio, it was like I was a whole new person. Like Man. my life changed completely. When you are making money doing something that you are loved, bro, dedicated to, mm-hmm. it's a whole nother life. Like it's totally different. I was just telling him the other day, you start to value money different. I remember when I was working at this group home, mm-hmm. it was hard for me to buy a pair of $40 vans. And not because I couldn't buy them. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was, it took me at four hours to fucking buy yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But now I sell one feature for $1,000, just in case somebody want to buy one. Yeah. <laughs> I sell one feature for $1,000. Now it's way easier for me to spend money because it's doing what I love. I don't feel like I work for that money. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So. That's a big deal. Like you kind of just that's powerful. value money totally different. That's powerful, man. Because I, I think, you know, being a truck driver, it's what I do, but it's not who I am. I don't want to be on a truck for 20, 30 fucking years. Yeah. My objective is to take this thing to the next level. You know, me and Keith, have, we're having conversations. I don't want to really put them all out into the universe now, but we're stepping this shit up. And the objective is to get paid. Yeah. So when you're doing that, I haven't experienced whole like, like, I haven't experienced the whole like experience of doing what you love and getting paid for it, but I'm sure that's going to change me immensely. Yeah. Well, and th- that's the other thing too. You got to go through the grind of like working something mm-hmm. that you know is fueling your passion. There you, you go. Or selling drugs. Yeah. That's <laughs> 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 yeah. No, you got to, cause it, it just makes you like appreciate certain stuff and it makes oh, you yeah. go harder. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, it, there's been times where I've been at work, you know, driving and, you know, I'll take some pictures of this stuff. And the reason why I do it is because I, while when I'm doing what I love and I'm getting paid for it, I want to remind myself to never go back to where I was. And looking at these different posts and pictures will remind me of, hey, you used to do this. Look yeah. what you're doing now. It's just perspective, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I'm proud of you guys. Appreciate that, I genuinely you. am, man. It's, it's a couple. It's you. We had a blue and CAC on here also. Mm-hmm. These guys, they're shooting videos. They're doing going what they crazy. love. Yeah, this, yeah, they're going crazy doing this. And it's. I think what's happening too is from this podcast, we're running into more people who are passionate about what they do, and that's their living. So I think when you're when you start to surround people, surround yourself with people like this, it has an impact. Not just you know, um, from a sense of you seeing it. Mm-hmm. but your thoughts become things. So the more I'm around people like this, I know I'm going to be one of these fucking people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But 
Yeah, I don't want to get all deep on you guys. How you solid, bro? And yeah. I'm I'm proud of y'all too, man. I, I like the friend. podcast a lot. You guys Appreciate go hard. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Good looking. Yep. Definitely, man. So things have changed, man. You got some new tattoos or what? Yeah. Man, this guy's getting tatted up, man. That's yeah. how you know you're never going back to a regular job. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, don't come over here. Don't, don't come over here with the, you know, with six nine on your face. <laughs> nah, we ain't going that far. <laughs> we ain't going that far. Yeah, Joe Manny gonna come in here with a uh with the Bakerfield sign on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn. Wow. This nigga is repping. I was I was wondering, um, so for you, you do you do um you've had a features with you know a bunch of people, mm-hmm. especially people from California that had just blown up as far as like Blas, uh, Kalen Two for Real, yeah. all these guys. Um, does that give you any sort of like like idea or like motivation to let you know that you 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 up next or like you it's only a matter of time now type of thing? Yeah, uh, but. Okay, let me let me start off with saying like this. Like, I'm super proud of all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I see it and I'm super like inspired by it. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no envy. Mm-hmm. Only thing I feel is I'm better than everybody in California. <laughs> <laughs> As you I'm the, I'm the yeah. hottest all player. I, I, but I do feel like you know I deserve to be there, and I'm gonna work my way until I get there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And like, I love to see them win, though, man. I don't I don't ever see it as competition. Like that, I really like just love to see it. So uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 motivating, like you said, hundred like, percent. Yeah, but you know, in the same sense, you should always uh, uh, look at yourself as um, an equal peer, yeah. which I think is also important. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not cocky at all. Yeah. If you're not, if you don't feel like you're the best or you're one of the best at what you do, why the fuck are you doing it? Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I know a lot of people, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but I've seen listen to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And they do a great job of having conversations. But me and Keith have comparable conversations on here mm-hmm. every fucking week. Yeah, and we're consistent. We've been doing it the whole time. So I'm not going to be like, yeah, this is so much better than me. I don't think I could fucking, you know, no. Nah, yeah, you're not going to get that out of me, man. Yeah, nah. now Keith won't say it, but I will. <laughs> 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 no, nah, that's the crazy thing too. I think my whole team will say it about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I, I really work my ass off, bro. Like, yeah, and bro. to see like the progression. If you go back and play my first song you play like anything i've done recently you'd be like yo like in four years you managed to do that like you'd be like yeah. yo like yeah it's a huge it's like literally night and day like it's yeah, not even man. like close so yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you could definitely see the difference i feel like my bad to cut you off no, you're good man but i feel like if i can do that within four years what i can do within 10 it's gonna be astronomical 100 percent, dude you guys are so young fucking 23 24 years old mm-hmm. that's why i said man when you're 27 when you're 28 yeah this shit, you don't know where this shit's gonna be, but if you keep working, you're gonna look back and be like, "Yeah, we were good there, but look at this shit now." Yeah, yeah. crazy man. Yeah. Plus, it's like the growth is exponential at this exactly. point. Exactly. It's like, like you said, it's like between the time you first came here and then the second time, it was like a difference of like two thousand followers or something, and now it's like a much shorter time in between then and now, and it's like thirteen. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. It's like, yeah. And like yeah. you know, just everything surrounded is mm-hmm. just going crazy yeah. faster. So. Yeah. What's up with these chains, man? These mugs are yeah, chunky, man. Right. Nice chains, man. Got, got a trophy on my neck. You know what I'm saying? Nice chains yeah. on, man. Yeah, That's some death row shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking death row records. Rockefeller chains, man. Shout out to death row. You know what your manager? All in the videos. Come to Nate Records. Come to Nate Records. I'll be all in the videos. I know Joe's working his ass off because he's he's on his third juice. I know this guy's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Hydration 
Vaping is important, folks. <laughs> Super. Yeah. That's Super. funny. Don't How did it feel to get those, though? Like the. Get that was amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's rap shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's like you grow up seeing that, and just that's just what you want when mm-hmm. you're involved in rap music. I feel like it's yeah. like it's a status symbol for sure. Yeah. yeah, like people see me, and like this made people take me way more serious, bro. Mm-hmm. Like they see this, like oh, you be rapping, rapping, like <laughs> <laughs> like even like we we just went to uh, some fish spot like two days ago, and like I had I had the logo on my shirt. Yeah. And I had the logo on the chain. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, that chain's hard. What what's HVR mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like he didn't care about the shirt. He was looking, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like yeah. it catches it's the people's attention. Logo, but yeah. yeah. Yep. That's dope. That's and crazy. it's only it's only a few of y'all that got them, huh? Just me and him right now. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yep. Some motherfuckers know what time it is when they see y'all together. They gotta <laughs> fight in the bathroom to get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> when I can afford to get the whole team one, I'm gonna get the whole team Not one. for real. Yeah. That's cool. I think what you should do is like them is nice. I like them change, man. Mm-hmm. But if you upgrade it, you gotta go old school with it. Get the chunky the chunky nah, braided, no, nah, nah, is that the chunky braided? Like yeah, the, the one like that. The what they call them dookie, chain. the rope oh, chains. Yeah, oh, the thicker one. Nah, okay, yeah, okay. I, I like the more simple stuff. We oh, for sure okay, gonna yeah. get some iced out shit though. <laughs> I mean, you say that now, man, but when you Who know knows, what I'm saying, you got all them M's in your account. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, you might turn into Big Daddy Kane on <laughs> the big chain on. I fuck with Big Daddy Kane too. Bro, go hard. Really do. Yeah, man. Yeah, this That's is funny. dope, man. What um, I had another question for Joe. Have you uh, started to tap into like songwriting for other people, trying to get placements on albums and stuff? Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm not gonna touch on that too much. Yeah, you ain't gotta say I, I'm not. You know what I'm but, saying? But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm definitely into it. Heavy. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. Yep. Oh, that's a very rapper response. <laughs> <laughs> no information given. <laughs> but, yeah. Rappers have this masterful way of going around a and question. saying nothing. Saying bro. nothing. I watch Vlad interviews. Mm-hmm. Vlad be like, he be on him. Mm-hmm. He'll be like asking very detailed questions. They won't give him shit answers. And I'm like, bro, I haven't learned anything in 45 minutes. I've listened to you speak for 45 minutes. I haven't learned anything about you. It'd be crazy. And and Vlad would be like, so yeah, man, like, uh, how do you feel about the political landscape of America? Yeah. (laughs) And they're just like, the rapper would be like, I mean, like, shit, you know, things get crazy sometimes. (laughs) Ain't so bad. Like, other times. Vlad will pull up a quote from a rapper and the rapper will still walk around it. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta do what you gotta do. It'd be like, so you, you made this, uh, you made this tweet about finances saying, I'm going to spend it all today because I might not be alive tomorrow. So how do you feel about finances? I mean, like, you know, I got a portfolio and everything. But like, my, my account chilling. Like, yeah, my, account chilling. <laughs> my account chilling. Like, you doing this thing. Like, rappers, rappers, man, you got to rappers and athletes just don't be like them. When you guys make, get all that money. Yeah. Don't be, be like be, them, man. Do better. Yeah, do better, man. Do better. <laughs> we've been trying. I mean, I'll be on Rodale every yeah. other week. <laughs> I'll be on somebody, somebody seen you out there. Um, free. Free seen you. Yeah, yeah so free. tweeted that or something. Yeah. Uh, we try to be on our business shit, too, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, the music is the business, obviously. So, But yeah. like, even like aside from that, we've been trying to get into different shit. I've been seeing y'all was eating good, man. I've seen y'all on the stories. I was going to say, I, that's what I had wrote it down. Huh. Give me like a top three. Try to stick it keep it to Bakersfield, like top three restaurants in Bakersfield. Oh yeah. Uh, easy. easy call. Um I'm gonna go ahead and, and shout out Bucky's, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Bucky's go crazy. If you want some real quick chicken, you feel me? 
some cool hot chicken, go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, little low key spot. People don't know about it. Little Marisco spot though. Marisco's. Oh, yeah, yeah, El Chilito. You know what I'm saying? Right over there on Brunish. Wow. He said that with no accent. That's him. <laughs> El Chilito. El Chilito. El Chilito. You feel me? El Chilito. You go. What happened? You stole it from me. Oh yeah, I put you on there. I know, I <laughs> you was gonna steal it from me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so El Chilito going crazy every time. Uh, number three, let me see. What do I be eating out here all the time? That I just stay at. Uh, yeah, trying we, to think. We don't know the answer to that. I know. I'm trying to think. <laughs> give, me, give me one second. Give me one second. Cause there's a few, there's a few in my head right now, but I don't want to say the wrong one. <laughs> go, you go ahead, Nate. I'll come okay. back to my last one. It's fucked up because I only got two right now, too. But um, number one, it's a toss up. All right, so it's a barbecue spot, and then it's a soul food spot. Yeah. Y'all already know the soul yeah. food spot, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I brought it the last podcast. Yeah. I was eating that shit during the podcast. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna give it to, and it's sad too because they closed. But I'm gonna give the first spot to Jay's place, mm-hmm. Catfish okay. Place, Smack yeah. Stupid. I, yeah. Like that's my number one every time I'm here. Yeah. And then second um, is this barbecue spot next to BHS. It's called Pork Chop and Bubba's. Oh, okay. Stupid. Fire. They got like, they like in the top 10 Yelp reviews of all time type what? shit. Yeah, no, it's like five stars like everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, really yeah, it's literally sleeping. right next to VHS. It's really like, yeah, yeah the what's, most. What's fire. it called again? Pork Chop and Bubba's. Shout out to Pork Chop and Bubba's. Yeah, man. literally yeah. shitting on any barbecue I've ever had in my life. Wow. It's right there, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. yeah that's him. Um, I don't know for a third. It's kind of tough. For a third, because I got a third out here, but it's not really anything special. Like, I go there because I like it a lot. And the one out here hit different than any other one for mm-hmm. me. I've been to other ones and don't hit the same. <laughs> Outback. I go to uh, Outback all the time. <laughs> wow. Okay. Outback yeah. smack. Yeah. It's so, the only only the one out here, though. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. What you, what, what's, what's your dish that you get out there? I be getting steaks. You know what I'm steaks? saying? Well, yeah. I don't eat red meat right now, but when I was eating red meat, I would get steaks. Oh, mm-hmm. what 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 made you make that decision to jump off the red meat train? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't even say it like that. <laughs> meat, hey, meat Mondays, meat Mondays. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Shout yo. out to the meat lovers out there. <laughs> What's going on here, bro? Um, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, just just trying to make a healthy decision. You That's know what good. I'm saying? Uh, I have became pescatarian like here and there. Like wow. I, I would have days where I'm, I eat only fish. Oh. Yeah, stuff like that. But uh, most of the time, I only eat chicken. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, okay. Sucks. Typical black man diet. <laughs> no, I ain't talking about fried chicken. I ain't talking about fried chicken. I'm just saying like that's that's the meat of mm-hmm. choice. Pause. Got you. Got you. Yeah. You ain't got to pause here, man. <laughs> After what you said. Yeah. <laughs> the red meat train. Is yeah. That's wild. That's, crazy. That's wild. <laughs> so I'll, I'll for sure give my third spot to El Chilito, though. If I can El steal Chilito. off of his mm-hmm. list, then yeah. Oh, if sure. I can steal off yours, I'm going Jay's place. Off Ridge. Yeah. yeah. Chilito is he. Like, I. Damn. That's a. I can't even think of three really solid places that I go to the same. I'm very simple. It's yeah. it's a lot of new spots that's been opening up that's like really fire though, like the kind of upper class, kind of like the Eureka, like Timbler type joints. Those yeah, are fire too. Those fire yeah. too. I know, a little bougie though. I know a two, and uh, one is uh, Mariscos, like you said. Yep. But it's called, I think it's called Las Casuelitas. Mm. Yeah, it's a seafood place. Really okay. good. Okay. Them, and then it's a taco place called uh, Tacos Buen Pastor. It's way out off of a, a Highway 184. Okay. It's about a truck stop. Fire. Best fucking tacos in town, man. Hmm. 
Oh, best tacos, we, bro. We, you know, we forgot, Nate. Crab in the bag. Oh, yeah, can't crab in the bag. Yeah, really? There, there's a lot of spots, bro. Yeah. It's a I lot just, of I'm not a fan of spots. those places, though, man. Whoa, I'm not because I don't want to. It's a big, it's a big mess, man. I just yeah. like simple food. You gotta, so you take gotta a shower. Get the gloves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so lucky. So lucky. He said you gotta take a shower after you have fucking crab in the bag, man. Yeah, that's kind of true. I, I don't want to be going home with fucking crab legs all over me and shit. <laughs> Put this shit in a fucking sandwich, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all found spots in LA? Like go to Hello, we got a what? we got a board up at our apartment. We yeah. got a whole board. We've been writing a list. Yeah. We're probably like fifteen deep on the list so far. Yeah, we be That's crazy. every time we go somewhere fire, we gotta write you it on the board. Yeah. Try the board. What's that? Oh, the place we went to LA when we did the podcast or out there in LA with those uh with the damn it, the podcast you did in LA. Oh, um the the Fast and Furious. Yeah, Fast and Furious mm-hmm. podcast. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um it's called Tender Greens. Tender greens. Tender greens oh, is like yeah. yeah, at Paramount, like food orders there all the time. That shit like, good as a no, no, yeah, tender greens smack. It's for sure. It's what like a it's like a it's like hard. a fast, healthy option, like super healthy. Like yeah. as far as they go, steak, chicken, like fish. That shit okay. good. Little, you know what I'm okay. saying? A little salad vibes. I had a little barbecue salad. chicken. Yeah, that mug was fire. Ooh, yeah, hey, no, just thinking about they it mashed now. potatoes is that was fire. Yeah, yeah, if you got it, you got to get the mashed potatoes. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. I'm making a nigga. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Bro, bro. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you oh, what. What you guys are probably realizing as as you get older too. There's three things that are key, like to having a good time. It's good company, good food, and laughter. Between those three things, mm-hmm. that's a good time. Yeah. Like, yeah. once you stop going to the clubs and all being out on the scene, it's just about food and fucking laughter. Yeah. And restaurants, man, you end up going to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. guys are already doing it. I seen you guys were fucking... Every other day with some new restaurant, man. Oh yeah, I'll be eating the exquisite, well, <laughs> the exquisite ones too. I'll be like, I'll be, that, I'll that's, be the, that's the best <laughs> part about LA is like mm-hmm. it's endless options for food. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like you can really tap into all different types of crazy. That shit fire was food looking spots. exotic, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. Be, I'll be posting them on the gram so people see how we living. <laughs> <laughs> My brother be posting, you know, like out here in Bakersfield, there's certain restaurants that we just never been to because it looked too fancy. Right, right. And my brother be tagging the, the restaurants. I'd be like, damn, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's bougie, like a like a real bougie place. And when you hear like the waiter and he got like an accent, would you like anything with that Elsa? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this check in the head. <laughs> would you like those potatoes with that? <laughs> That's funny. I want to just, I want my flex is like once I start making a shitload of money, I want to pull personal up. Personal chef. Huh? Yo, oh, no. personal fuck yeah. That's yeah. the first thing I'm going to get. Personal chef. And if I'm like, it's two in the morning, I'll be like, hey man, I need a steak. Just at fucking two in the morning. Two in the morning. Yeah. yeah. You want that red Sheesh. meat train to come. Exactly. I was just about to say. Goddamn right. <laughs> red meat bandit over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one. But I want to go to like a really upscale restaurant. Yeah, and tell them to order a bottle of fucking top notch champagne mm-hmm. with the sparklers on it. Sheesh. Yeah. And I want you to walk it from the back all the way through the the floor. Yeah. You can do that with a bottle of Hennessy at the club right yeah, now. Right yeah. now, <laughs> I know. But right. but right the, right the problem with it that's not a real flex. The flex is getting the real shit, uh, yeah, expensive bottle of champagne or wine, mm-hmm. and having to bring it in. The Hennessy is just super marked up, man. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I don't want to buy it. It's my vibe though. Yeah, it is a vibe. <laughs> I can't fuck it with Hennessy, man. That shit fucks my stomach up. Y'all mess with shit. the Duce? 
A little yeah. bit. It's kind of nasty, though. You don't like it? Nah. All alcohol is nasty, man. It's kind of key. All of it is nasty. It's just Low to get key. you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. I was busting up. I was uh, listening to a Brilliant Idiots podcast. Shout out to Brilliant Idiots. Yep. And uh, they were talking to uh, Taxstone, and they talked about how supposedly the Russians have a vaccine for the coronavirus. And he said, people saying they don't trust it. How you, you know, you trust Russian vodka. How don't you trust a Russian vaccine? Yeah. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Totally different. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it was actually, it's kind of relevant because <laughs> alcohol is straight poison. Uh, yeah, it is. And we yeah. drink it all the time. <laughs> but we're like, I ain't taking that vaccine. Give me those cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, switching gears. Um, it's getting starting to get a little cool outside. We're not really seeing too much of it, but the weather is obviously changing. And with the weather changing, there's this thing called cuffing season. It takes place <laughs> yeah. to late October all the way through the new, through the year. Um, all, actually, late October all the way until Valentine's Day. Facts. You know, but they get into relationships now when it's cold. So, you know, so they could be cuddled up and shit. But I don't know if there's a psychological, like, uh, like story behind or like history behind this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, what is your, uh, I don't say vantage point. What's your opinion on this? Is this even a thing? Is it real? or what? I mean, I feel like it used to be kind of like, you know what I'm saying? In our DNA type shit. Yeah. I feel like it comes from, it comes from like, you know what I'm saying? You got to be prepared for the winter type. You know what yeah. I'm There's that, but I feel like now it's a social media game. Mm. Social media. It's like when you see people popping out, it's like everybody want to do the holidays with they boo. You know what yeah, I'm saying? high key. It's like everybody yeah. want to be cute doing dates and shit. And then it's like, you know what I'm saying? It is colder, so you want to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cuddled up. But uh, yeah, I think it's social media now that's influencing it like crazy. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, bro. I feel like people are just doing it for the gram. Man. Like people just want to be, you know, pop out season is what yeah. they call it too. Yeah. Pop, out. pop out season. Pop out season. What you popping out with? What, <laughs> what you popping out with? <laughs> I feel like y'all having this conversation that is going over my head. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> hey, though, no, he's still on red beat. He's <laughs> still on red beat over here. That's uh, yeah, keep responding. So, so who's eating the meat? Oh Wait, no, we ain't no. doing that. But hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> Switching gears. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, Switching gears. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna just do that in casual conversation. <laughs> Switching gears. <laughs> like what? Oh, what's what's awesome about that is is this this for I guess there's two meanings behind it because of the podcast. One, I'm a truck driver. And we have gears we switch, obviously. Mm-hmm. And also, that's how you transition the conversation to something else. Mm-hmm. You completely yeah. switch it. Oh, yeah, the truck. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. You didn't that. get that? No, I didn't. It flew Jeez. right over my head. <laughs> switch See, he, Joe Maynard, he got it quicker because he's well hydrated now. You feel me? So his brain's clicking on all, all cylinders. You feel me? Get you another all juice. All cylinders. Uh, there you go. Another, another, another one. one. Get you another juice, Nate. You'll be up there. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that blue cup come from? Is that yours? Oh, I brought the. You brought uh, the cup? Yeah, you brought a home cup. Yeah, to the, I'm dead. <laughs> that's one of the cabinet cups. <laughs> Mom would be furious if she knew right now. Nah, she know I'll bring it back. Oh <laughs> man, that's one of them cups you put lean in because it's a dark cup. <laughs> All water up here. H two O. Oh dang! That's I've never crazy. seen you even bring that in here, man. 
I didn't. It's literally been there the entire time. I know, but I just noticed it because you got yeah. all these bottles here, and then I seen the cup. You're like, what? <laughs> Nate, one of them dudes that eat cereal out of a cup. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I got an idea for you and you and Keith. Right? What's okay. that, man? What if you guys right did a podcast one day, uh-huh. but you just get super fucked up before the podcast? Okay. Like extra fucked up. Yeah. That's literally the idea. Like <laughs> that's the whole idea. Like I want you guys to like go in on a pint of honey between you two <laughs> and just come and do the podcast, bro. I feel, feel like you guys. Incredible. Would, I feel like you got to go crazy. You got to talk about everything you would you wouldn't have said when you were sober. You know what I'm saying? You would like, y'all still be saying some wild shit already. Yeah. So it's like it'll really be crazy. Well, I, I think you're trying to get us to sabotage this platform. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, oh, or y'all can make a whole another platform called the Hennycast. The Hennycast. Uh, <laughs> hey, Henny, the Hennycast. Wow. You feel me? And y'all can y'all can do this one, and then after that one, you know, do after this Henny one, cast. y'all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think that. I think that would be awesome if I had you know. A, uh, a co-host that actually drank alcohol. Yeah, oh, you don't none? drink. Oh, Keith shit. doesn't drink. He wow. gets high off of life. You got good skin, bro. That's I, I thought, yeah, shit. it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Straight right. water. Yeah. It do look like drink champ- champs up here, though. We got like fifty you bottles got a on the table right now. Yeah, this is strictly hydration. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I got to piss so bad right Go now. Ahead, man. Handle it, yeah. man. Cool. I texted you. You just didn't look. Oh yeah, my oh, man. I didn't know if that was rude or not. Handle your business, man. Appreciate it. We'll talk about you when you leave. That's okay. It'll be like, hey, so fuck that guy. Who the fuck does this guy think he is? He's walking out in the middle of the goddamn podcast. Yeah. White privilege. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, shout out to Nate, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's dope about podcasts too is like it's it's such a free platform that if so you gotta say some shit like, damn, I gotta take a dump. Oh my stomach. I gotta piss. <laughs> Nobody's gonna judge you for it. Yeah. This yeah. is not ABC, NBC, this is not fucking ESPN. Yeah. You can just do what you want. I think that's why podcasts are going crazy right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, unfiltered content. 100%. Joe Maynard hasn't written anything down. I haven't. Keith hasn't. This is just free conversation. Yeah. Which is really fun. I've definitely got up and used the bathroom during a podcast. Oh, yeah. Just me and Eddie. Yeah. multiple times yeah 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 I, I i think yeah keith one time he went to take a shit i had no to i didn't <laughs> <laughs> he was gone for 30 minutes i don't know and keith was in there i, I think he was like I, he's really entertained by uh calculators so he was on the toilet with a calculator trying to fix the, you know do this equation now um yeah back to this whole cuffing season conversation i think yeah. that what's crazy about it is it is real but it's more or less based off the fact that you know, the holidays are coming up. You got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, yeah. you know, and then you got the new year. People always want to bring this new year's kiss in and then all the yeah. way, all the way to motherfucking Valentine's Day. All those Kodak moments. All those Kodak moments. Yeah. And the sad thing about it is a lot of it's not genuine. It's just uh, very codependent. Yeah. Where you more or less, you just want somebody because you don't have someone. Yeah. And what I've noticed too is a lot of chicks will post pictures of dudes. But it won't be like the dude's face. It'll be like his hand or uh, some shit. His shoulder. His shoulder. His, his fucking tattoo on his, his hand. His shadow. His shadow. Uh, yeah, I've seen it all. Or they'll be at lunch and it'll yeah. be like a picture of two plates. <laughs> like your plate and the dude's plate. And then like he'll be have like a Nike shirt on. You're yeah. like, what the fuck? What's going on yeah. with this? <laughs> yeah, I just don't I've see the... I've seen that. Definitely. And I think you and uh, Nate hit it on the head. It's more or less for social media kind of to make to prove a point. Yeah. Of some I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do um do you do guys I know obviously we have to have a 
somebody to cuff, but right. is it is it more of a female thing or more of a male thing? It's definitely as, like, a female thing. I think it's equal. Think so? Really? I think it's equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I've seen <clears throat> both men and women do it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I feel like uh, guys probably don't aren't as open with it like mm. on social media as females are but, but they still yeah they're cuffing guys are cuffing during these they're season. definitely complicit yeah yeah you know what and I, I start noticing a lot with big dudes big dudes be like get you a big dude for the winter time uh, like man well you said big dudes be like get you a big dude for the winter no, time no 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 <laughs> the big, big dudes, dudes be don't like, go together no <laughs> do whatever you want to but just don't have too big <laughs> no like I guess supposedly there's this internet thing where you know big guys are supposedly in for this whole cuffing season oh uh, yeah big dudes been in for the last like year <laughs> no no cap it's, it's, been cause, on it's cause we're getting older it's because they want they want to do with a dad bod literally Wow. Wow. It's been in on Twitter, like no cap, not yeah. even being funny right wow. now. Like, on Twitter, it's been yeah. a thing. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, they want a nigga with diabetes. <laughs> no, it's like no girls want that. You know how like the girl want the nigga who went to jail but came out and then be, reformed his life, yeah. and now he he was an ex drug dealer, but he's still rich, but he still got his life together, and he still well, he shot ten people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the same thing they want with big dudes. They want a nigga that ain't necessarily buff, but he not fat. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? But he not skinny. You feel me? They want they. I don't know. Girls don't. Make sense. <laughs> they want a nigga like me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nasty man over there. He's a nasty, nasty man. He's a menace. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. Yeah, it's just it's just funny. It's just a uh, you know an internet uh, internet thing. As much as like big dudes is in, I feel like big girls is low key in too. Oh, of course. Always yeah. men, I thought. Yeah, no, not, no, not in the nineties, man. Oh, in the nineties, girls like Lizzo. Was childish in the nineties. I wasn't well, old enough. <laughs> I think that there's there's a, like as a culture. Me, I, I like all types of women, man. Yeah, I like all types of women. There's some big girls I like. It's thick girls I like. It's girls that's on the verge of thick and you had a whole segment at the top of the podcast about yeah. <laughs> I just like all types of women, black, white, Mexican, all of them. And I think that now, like thick girls is really in the yeah. ones that's on the verge of like one honey bun away from like. Right, <laughs> <laughs> but I like them all, man. I like them all. Yeah, yeah. And what I've seen too, which is it's kind of fucked up. Do you see the memes going around about Cardi B? Those memes. shatter titties out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the top off. <laughs> this is the, and I don't like to judge women's bodies like that. Mm-hmm. But the memes, some of the memes are funny. It was some dude making pancakes, but it was like her nipple. Oh my god! Um, cool. Instead right. of, yeah. I was like, this That's is funny. Me, me and Nate both didn't see him because we both have girlfriends. But oh, if we if we happen, but if we happen to see them, yeah, mm-hmm. allegedly <laughs> the funniest one. <laughs> Hey. Might have been the Mike Wazowski one. Allegedly. Allegedly. Everybody's seen those fucking memes. <laughs> Allegedly. So I ain't seen the pancake one. That shit funny. The, the what? <laughs> the pancake one. I ain't seen that one. Yeah, that shit was funny. But yeah. I it, think the funniest thing out of the whole the whole uh, run was just her facial expression. Yeah, it's like what's like, going on? Like she just turned, like laying down. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I don't, I mean, I don't see a problem with big areolas. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, so that's what it was. Oh. 
I have a better picture now. <laughs> now. Now I have more of an understanding. Okay. I'm fucking with you guys, man. <laughs> Shout out to whoever your girl your girlfriends are. You guys got you got good guys here. They don't yeah, want to walk the line on this podcast. Yeah, they don't want to talk about Cardi B. They be listening too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Do the whole thing. Yeah. Whether yeah, yeah, definitely. But you, you can't change up too much though. They got they gotta get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, my DM still be going crazy. <laughs> I mean, look, here's the thing, too. You would think that a rapper, of all people, wouldn't want to, wouldn't, doesn't really hold his tongue. I've heard your songs, Joe Maynard. I've heard what you said. <laughs> on what? record. You talking about, you talk about you, my godly raps? I heard what you said. That's I've seen your funny. videos, Joe. You still thinking about that ass? Yeah, this is the, <laughs> well, the yams. Hey, man. The yams. Yeah. That's fun. How, do you, how do you guys, do, I don't want to get too much into your relationship, but like, mm-hmm. this is more probably advice for myself. Like, how do you guys deal with like, the constant attention, you know, as far as like other women that aren't your, you know, girlfriend. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But uh, we don't really got to. De- they got to deal with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to find right. somebody who's strong enough to deal yeah. with that. I don't That's really right. got chicks in my DMs. I just got a lot of rappers. So. <laughs> Same as chicks. They both groovy. So it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always great to say the politically correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think the general and the primary is a good, a good thing that uh, Instagram put put in there. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. so all your thoughts in the general. Yeah. Well, no, nah, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I think it all comes down to this, man. Whether you're in, a, if you're in a relationship, it comes down to the attention you entertain. If you don't entertain yeah. it, then you're good. Yeah, and yeah. what what they'll have to understand is if you're dating a man that has a value that's pretty high, whether he's an artist. Or if he's just a successful man, women like that shit. Yeah, There's true. nothing that he can do to stop these girls from coming after him. Just like a woman that's beautiful, right? She looks good. There's going to be a bunch of men that like her. She can't control that. Yeah. She can't even walk out the house. In, in, yeah, you like, know, and, if you know you got a bad chick, her Instagram. That's going to be crazy. It's yeah, yeah, it's crazy. crazy. You can't help it. There's, so. all kind of, there's all kind of shit going on behind the scenes. There's probably dudes from years ago that want her back that's trying to get in her DMs. <laughs> yep. She got motherfuckers that she just... It's all kind of shit going on. She And if she doesn't entertain it, then it's uh, yeah, not exactly. a problem. Same yeah. with you. Yeah. Right? Thanks. You know? But if you answer that one DM like, yeah, actually, waffles sound good right now. Uh, <laughs> then you shit. fucked up. Yeah. That yeah. hey, big head. Yeah. 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 But, but it's like you said, it's like, if they know what you got going on already, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like, you know what I'm saying? If, also, what you said, if they're mm-hmm. not entertaining, then mm-hmm. it just kind of is what it is. Yeah. 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 And then you and it sucks, man. But it's it's one of those things. It's not, you can't control it. Mm-hmm. I love your new video. It's so cool. <laughs> if you respond and say, hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. Now it looked like you entertaining something. No, nah, you, you could do, do that. I feel like you can still do that. I mean, hey, not all. I say thank you, but then again, I I'll, say thank you. Too. Like fan mm-hmm. interaction for me, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like okay, yeah, I try should've. to keep up on that like a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I really like your video. Oh, thank you. So, what are you doing tonight? At like twelve? No response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you. That's when you got to cut. <laughs> Leave her on scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. All right, uh, switching gears. Um. We, we somewhat talked about this earlier, um, just the attention. Um, me and Keith talk, had a conversation the other day saying, is attention the root of all evil? I think that there's it's two things are true. I think attention can lead you down a path to nowhere <laughs> or it can actually complement uh, your career or whatever you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And with social media, we've seen people do shit for attention and it just went 
the wrong fucking way. Whether it's people posting fights or <laughs> or goddamn. Uh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. See, but then again, if you saw it, then it went right because that was the point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, not really. It like in the long term, like it could be a bad look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it, but like the act of it going mm-hmm. crazy, mm-hmm. it worked. Like you've seen it. Yeah. Like yeah. That was the point all along was for that shit to go up. Yeah. That's one way of looking at it. I mean, that was the objective, but yeah. it doesn't make it right either. No, no, know? yeah, for sure. It could be about some bad shit that's like should never have happened or whatever. You know? Yeah. But hey, it went up. It worked. Me and Keith talked about it on this podcast about this girl that act like she had gotten abducted. What? And said, I'm being abducted. I'm going to go to my OnlyFans and put in $5. And yeah, she act like she was beat up and then told him to go to her OnlyFans. Yeah. That shit was fucking crazy. That's wild. Nasty man. I know she's a woman, but nasty man. (laughs) (laughs) This OnlyFans shit is going crazy, bro. Yeah. Cardi B is getting millions from that shit. I seen it was like a top 10 list of people who's like, I think artists, not necessarily anybody, because I I heard the biggest one on there was a chef. Really? Um, But as far as like, yeah, I think the biggest person on OnlyFans is a chef. That's dope. But top cool. 10 like artists. Celebrities. Um, yeah, yeah. they're getting millies. Yeah. yeah. I'm not paying for any of that shit. That shit was crazy. How do you guys feel about like OnlyFans and people having it and it becoming such a norm in society? I think it's I think it's smart and business savvy if you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're an artist such as yourself, you guys, yeah. if you can leverage the OnlyFans platform to release exclusive stuff, hey, this didn't make it on the album, Meet me, meet us here live. Um, five dollar VIPs, whatever the case, mm-hmm. boom, they're in there. You got a bag and you're releasing your art. You don't got to show your ass in a fucking <laughs> G string for it. You don't got to degrade yourself for it because it's your art. I think if you do it that way, it's awesome. But if you got to do some shit that's just going against the moral mm-hmm. grain that you walk on, then it's not good because mm-hmm. you can't come back from that. You're going to be known as the guy that. That's the guy that fucking ate an old sandwich out of a trash can. Or <laughs> that's the guy, you know, you don't want to be that person. Yeah. yeah. Compromise your career. There's some people out here that's trying to be like multifaceted. And part of their life is doing porn. And then part of their life is like trying to become a famous actor or something. Yeah, like that's that. not going to work. Like, mm-hmm. But I think it's like what you said. Like if you, if you use it, utilize it in a certain way where you're not, you know, getting naked. Yeah. Like you, like you said, the chef. That's what the the thing they rebranded OnlyFans to make it like a porno site. But in reality, yeah. there's a lot of people yeah. on there that don't get naked at all, and mm-hmm. they doing stuff like that. So that would be dope if you could do something to where like people paying six dollars a month and you shoot them like freestyles or music mm-hmm. videos yeah. or something like that every you know every month. That'd yeah, be dope. I, you could use that to really engage people. I think yeah. one of the coolest <clears throat> things I've seen that people don't. Are you familiar with Ryan Leslie? Mm-hmm, of course. Okay, Ryan Leslie had like years ago. He created a huge email list. It, like they came to his concert, he asked for all their emails. And what happened is, is he has direct contact with his fans. Mm-hmm. So when he's releasing something, or if he had concerts, whatever, the email went to them first. Mm-hmm. Just boom, whatever it was, merch, whatever it was, he could like determine who was really fucking with him. Yeah. And this guy's been making millions of dollars. Yeah. And you're like, what happened to Ryan Leslie? Did he disappear? No. He been going crazy with the business. Yeah, he been going crazy with the business, but he didn't have to always be in people's face because those emails went straight to his yeah, fans. Man. Well, plus, I don't know if you guys seen it, but there, it's like a wave. Um, it comes and goes here and there every couple of years. Um, but 
with artists giving out their phone number, quote oh, unquote. Bro, you took the words right yeah. out of my mouth. Well, Ryan Leslie Literally. is who made that. Yeah, he, yeah. he Super made phone. Superphone. Yeah, oh. and so it's like that's the reason, like, why every major artist has like. You know, text me for my mm-hmm. phone. Really, it's not your phone number, but yeah. you'll really get a text back. Like super phone is a real thing. Like Ryan I'm, Leslie I'm made that push shit. back a little bit. I'm gonna push back because there was one guy that gave his real number Mike out. Jones. Mike Jones. Two eight one three three zero. Real number, huh? Yeah, yeah, his real number. Yeah. See, but super phone wasn't up back then. <laughs> <laughs> here's a, you know, here's the funny story. Back in the day, I used to work at Boost. It's a, a call center, and um. It was basically Nextel. So you could pull up Mike Jones' account and it got canceled. They canceled his account due to excessive traffic. Sheesh. Oh, wow. Sheesh. Yeah, they canceled his account. Bro, it's going it, up. If you look it up, it says Mike Jones and it has like a fucking address and everything. Oh, That's fine. Wow. Yeah, 281-330-8004. Hit Mike Jones up on the low because Mike Jones about to blow. <laughs> <laughs> He put his number in his song and said, hit me up on the low. <laughs> That's not the low, my brother. At all. Like, yeah. At all. He was answering some phone calls, too. I yeah. heard. There's some yep. people that really talk to Mike Jones. Yep. And if you said you didn't try to call him, you're full of fucking shit. I tried. I tried. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we all did, too. And he was yeah. like, oh, I'm not here right now. <laughs> call me later. <laughs> he probably threw that phone yeah, in like, a drawer. It was like, never, never again. Yeah. Like, not again. He's getting death threats and shit like, this is my Jones. I'm going to fucking kill you. Put <laughs> <laughs> some wild voicemails in there. Yeah. He's like, Mike, this is me and my friends. We want to come meet you right now. <laughs> yeah, he for sure threw that phone in the in the river. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think that uh, OnlyFans is pretty cool when okay. you when you when you don't try to generalize it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's another avenue to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I mean, shit. I don't see the problem. A guys like you would probably be pretty. It'd be pretty dope to do it. So if if Joe Maynard creates, figure it out. Yeah, like just figure out. If Joe Maynard, look, folks. Anybody listening to this podcast, if Joe Maynard creates an OnlyFans account, go over there and support him. They gonna want to see some freaky shit. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's like it's it kind of like, like that. It's got yeah. the undertone. Like yeah, they gonna want to see some that. freaky shit. And I ain't gonna yeah. be on that wave because <laughs> this this nigga Nate put up a while back. Like Joe Maynard making OnlyFans. Like what you what you put? Like I got they, they got to do something and I'll make OnlyFans. What you put? I don't even remember. It was a minute ago, and like it was a lot of girls. Like yo, it was like a, <laughs> it was like a retweet or something like that. If you retweet uh, this, comedy. Or, yeah, and like they don't they don't want no musical OnlyFans. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, they don't want the music. They don't yeah. want no music at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think people expect too much when they're paying for anything. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, well, the song was good, but you were like you had your pants on. What's going on exactly? <laughs> I think I think for that's sure my, they be in the comments. That's my avenue. I got to just rap everything yeah, naked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It'll go up. Oh, <laughs> I would probably really wild. go viral though. Oh, some crazy shit. That'd be crazy. That'd be some fucking world star. Well, world star ain't around no more. What what they got now? No world star. Actually. It's still around. Yeah, it's yeah. still around. No, world star probably. Yeah, yeah. fucking Bakersfield on Instagram. Fucking Bakersfield made world star man. A couple and, people and TMZ. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. that, off that. that fight off in Rosedale. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Okay, okay, Hundred thousand okay. favorites. That's, That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's embarrassing. It's fucked up. Yeah, man. Oh, this dude that came out here for a feature in a video. He's from Texas. He told me he was like, yeah, the only time I ever heard from Bakersfield was those Karen videos on <laughs> on Twitter. Wow. I'm like, about, damn, that's sad. Okay, yeah, I was like, bro, that's hella sad. Like, yeah. that's the only reason a lot of the US knows of Bakersfield is for some Karen shit. Yeah. I think my long term objective is to change the outlook on the city. Like I, I I hope that this podcast and the people we have on it are doing things 
and we can all come together as a collaborative, like as a collaborative to kind of change the outlook mm-hmm. because man, there's, there's some great people here that are doing good things, yeah. but they don't, they get outshined by the fuck shit. It's a lot of fuck shit. It's a lot of fuck shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it's got to be a lot of good people, too. Yeah, like, right. That city can't get put on just because of one person. True. You know what I'm saying? There's some people that kind of Watch me. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fuck shit and cows out here. Yeah. A lot of fucking cows, man. <laughs> red meat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, beef maner. Okay. Beef maner. <laughs> That's going to be his only fans name. Beef maner. Nah. Oh, that's a wild name. God damn. Nah, <laughs> only fans name. We got Meat Mondays is the one, Meat bro. Mondays yeah, there's no way uh, around that get one. Get ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That's All funny, right. man. All right, let's switch gears. Um, Recently, um, we've watched uh, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, had a really gruesome injury to his knee and kind of snapped his leg on a play. And before he was carted off the field, um, he started crying. And the the tears came not only – you could tell they didn't come from just the injury uh, because his brother committed suicide before the season. And He also I, didn't get no contract. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't get a contract either. But mm-hmm. I don't know how much that played a role into it. Um, but – there were people <clears throat> cracking jokes about, you know, the broken leg or making fun of Dak Prescott crying. And I just think as men, there's an overall lack of empathy towards other men. And I think that showing emotion doesn't make you emotional. Right. Mm-hmm. I think emotion is important based on the fact that, you know, it means you're a human being. It means you're alive. And as a lot of a lot of times as men, we don't display emotions because we are afraid to be looked at as weak. And that's one of the problems. And uh, the other day, this is a tweet from Joe Maynard that was Run sent to me. Tweet, that sent, that sent to me by <laughs> Keith. Whoa! <laughs> All right, and, and this was this was a dope tweet, and it just it, it it's not related to this directly, but it is. It says uh, from Joe Maynard, heavy on the "I love you" to my dogs because I don't know if I'll get a chance to tell them again. I forgot to heart that, by the way. Let me like that. Um, I'm dead. Appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) And the the thing about it is that's important because um, we're on borrowed time, right? And you should let people know how you feel about them. That's important, especially your buddies, your your, your best friends. My my best friend of over 21 years now, Keith's older brother, we end phone calls with I love you. It's not on some romantic stuff, but it's like I love you comes from a, a sense of, you know, you're a person that has a pivotal role in my life. So I love you for that. I tell Keith I love him. He tells me that. But we don't t- say that every day. Mm-hmm. But he knows how I feel about him. He's a great guy. He's like a brother that I've never had. Mm-hmm. And you two guys, obviously not related. You know, he's obviously white. You're black. <laughs> but I know it's like your brother. <laughs> yeah. And that's a great thing, man. And same thing with Quante. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to be friends for a very long time. Yeah. You know, I'm just outside of the whole music shit. And that's very hard to find, bro. It is very hard to find. It makes you value it so much yeah, more. Yeah, bro. People be switching up. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, like, if I wouldn't, if I was in a foxhole, I wouldn't choose anybody else but my best friend of 21 years, Desmond. You know, if it's a time where I was doing bad, I didn't have no money, he'd be, I'd be like, oh, I can't go out while I'm broke. And he'd be like, man, come on, man, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Or vice versa. Like, yeah. it's not even a thought. See, and it's weird because, like, People will feel that way mm. and still to kind of go back to the topic, they still won't express that emotion. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, that's your, that's your dog. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, that's your number one. Right. And like, you know, like hug cuz, you know, tell him I love you sometimes. Like, yeah. you don't really let him know like, yo, you mean a lot to me. 100%. You know what I'm saying? 
yeah, uh, kind of what she says. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily about being seen as weak. I think it's kind of like a lot of it plays in part of like a homophobic thing for yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's probably the biggest one, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like they kind of consider it taboo for straight men to kind of do it low key. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's, it's not like completely taboo, but like, it's just, if you ask most most men, like, do you tell your homies they love them? They're going to be like, they're like, fuck no. Yeah, they're like, exactly. what? Yeah. Like, you want some gay shit? You're like, weird. Like, that's what they're going to say. And like, it's like, yo, if you don't tell, if Nate died tomorrow, bro, like, damn. If I didn't get the chance to tell him I love him, I'll <laughs> right. feel I'll feel terrible. Hundred percent. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, when by the time like he goes or I go, I want us 100%. to know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How we felt about each hundred percent. And yeah. you know, um, unfortunately, I've been to three funerals with a guy who was my age. Yeah. And uh, the last funeral I've been to was an old teammate of mine, and his best friend was there. And uh, he was like trying to hold back tears. I was like, man, it's, Let it's okay. Let it out, man. Yeah. It's okay. And I hugged him and he cried. And I think that the thing about it is, is it's men that are afraid to display emotion. Yeah. That's not, it's it's like, bro, displaying emotion does not make you emotional. It means you feel things. You're not walking around like, oh, that hurts me. Oh, that hurts me too. Like, no. More importantly, it doesn't make you weak. A hundred percent. And that's what people kind of, men that's what they kind of see emotion as it's being weak yeah it's nah, ridiculous bro. yeah we yeah. we've gotta we've gotta understand that in a world where we're supposed to be the backbone of everything we're still humans we still feel yeah. right and a lot of times you know it's certain cats you know those dudes that just be treating females cold like they always met like oh fuck that bitch and stuff like that yeah. those dudes have been hurt and they've never dealt with dealt it, it yeah. i think as men we've all had our feelings hurt by women but we handle it different yeah. So um, I get my feelings hurt And it sucked I cried over it and shit But then you learn from it You man up You don't keep allowing it to happen yeah. Right But it doesn't make you weak For going through it yeah. What makes you weak Is not acknowledging it yeah. And growing through it Yeah that's the biggest thing It like makes you a better person 100% Because it's like How are you going to be the best you If you're negating like a huge part of the human experience right you like go. emotion that's like everything you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. you can't just say oh no i'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with that because it makes me look a certain way 100 percent, 100 i think what happens too especially when like when it comes to expressing your emotions or crying or something like that sometimes like you hold it in so much that like it's released in the most random positions like you could be watching a movie and you you've been bottling up all these emotions and then you just watch, you know, a lion die and yeah. you just pour your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Simba! <laughs> no, not yeah. <laughs> Not Rafiki, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think as men too, especially in from the mental health aspect, we need outlets. Yeah. I don't think we can help anybody unless we're mentally healthy. And I don't want to sound like fucking Charlemagne, but I think it's important that we do recognize, you know, patterns in ourselves. If we're starting to, you know, uh, hold things back or get anxiety or feeling weird. And, you know, certain people give you certain vibes. So you might be feeling weird around this person and you can't really express yourself. That's a problem that needs to be addressed. Yeah. yeah. I seen this this post on Facebook and it's like some hood niggas out here in Bakersfield. But um, <laughs> the one dude was like, yo, man, I wish I didn't wake up this morning. And then, yeah. like, the other dudes, I guess, from his gang or whatever was like, bro, get off get off Facebook with all this. And he's like, man, stop, you know, stop playing. And they was just kind of, like, laughing at him. 
And then Stupid. like, but that's like the hyper masculinity that's ruining, yeah. you know, us as men. I guarantee like, you those same dudes that said that they, they're, they, ha- they feel everything. Oh, for sure. They act like they don't feel shit. They feel everything. The reason why I can move throughout the world the way I do is because I feel things, I acknowledge them, and I I respond accordingly. Yeah. yeah. With them, they'll be like so hyper masculine that they'll be completely the other way. Like it'll be like let's say you just walk in, you see some dude that's some gay guy that you know that happens to be gay. And you're yeah. like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? And like, hey, how you doing? And you just going about your business because you're not homophobic. Yeah. But the other dude will be like, oh, man, he gay, man. Don't look at me. What you doing? And it's yeah. like, which to me, I feel like you look a little bit gay when you do that. <laughs> Like, I'm why scared. are you so worried about yeah. him being gay, bro? Yeah, yeah. Like, why are you that worried that that man, you know, like, he's living, life, you yeah. living his life? Right, like, right. I also feel like you, like, where we're going, it's going to be a lot of gay people. A hundred percent. So it's like, you just got to, you got to get used to it. Or are you going to be stuck in Bakersfield your whole life? A hundred percent. Music industry, you know, yeah. whoever it is, is going to be somebody that that's going to help. Joe out, you know, when he's not there mm-hmm. or whatever, and he's gonna be like, "Okay, I can help you do this." And you know what, man? Like, like just to just to touch on that real quick, people, those dudes that you're talking about, I really, really genuinely believe, genuinely believe a lot of them are closet. Yeah, like, yeah, you got to think, bro, like. Okay, so right now, right, if somebody was eating a chicken sandwich <laughs> and you walk by them and they was eating a chicken sandwich, you was like, man, fuck your chicken sandwich. Yeah. Because you want exactly. a chicken sandwich. Exactly. Wow. That was probably one of that was probably one of the worst rapper analogies I've ever heard in my life. But did you get it? Nah, I got it. I got it. I got it. But the fact that you used the chicken sandwich, I was waiting for some better example. Nah. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. Everybody likes chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I caught it though. I did catch it early. I caught it. Come on now. Wow. Sometimes you gotta dumb it down for people, you know. Nah, for yeah. real, like, <laughs> it's gonna be somebody that's a pot. Wow. That's right, the chicken sandwich. That's real. Because people gonna like, start using that. Why are you yeah. so worried about my chicken sandwich, yeah. bro? Yeah. <laughs> chicken sandwich had nothing to do with you. It was just yeah. chilling. I was eating my chicken sandwich. You know, you know what's crazy? <laughs> kind of same thing what you're saying. I remember like being at McKinley, and it was this girl that liked me, but she didn't know how to express it. So she would be like low key like bullying me. She would chase me uh, around yeah. to school and stuff like that. So wow. like similar to what you're saying, like he was, getting bullied. He was the chicken sandwich. I was the chicken wow. sandwich. He was the chicken sandwich. I was Keith a snack was a, before snacks was a snack. Keith yeah. was a fucking spicy chicken sandwich. God damn. Crazy. Oh man, Keith was a fucking jambalaya from Popeyes. <laughs> Crazy. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh my goodness! That's a great point, though, man. <laughs> um, but I, I just think that a lot of times men overcompensate um, for situations where all they got to do is just feel. And yeah. it's, and the thing about it too is, if you look at, I don't have any real examples because nobody's really out there with it besides like a you know a Charlemagne or somebody. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's going to take you a long way. Yeah. It's going to take you a long way acknowledging things. Yeah, I feel like emotional intelligence, you know what I'm saying, is huge. There you go. Like, just everyday life, it's like you could really, like, execute any situation. If you can be emotionally tapped in with how everybody else is feeling, that's going to play to your favor huge. And then plus, like, in music, Mm -hmm. it's like being emotionally intelligent in music, like, that makes the music 
a million times better. Yeah, I bet. Understanding what you're feeling. Yeah. yeah. And and being inclusive. How to get it across. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being inclusive. Like, it be like, we got to do this. He'd be like, no, nah, we can't have you on this verse, but you sound better on this. So we could put you yeah. on this. So now that person feels included. Protect that, their energy. Though. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. But you wouldn't know that if you were not tapped in with your own. Yeah, physical if you worry about physical. your own chicken sandwich instead yeah. of <laughs> wow wow he goes I'm on bullshit right now the, the, the chicken sandwich strikes back worry about your own chicken sandwich you will get life <laughs> can you imagine it's probably it, it's, somebody probably really like agreeing with this chicken sandwich analogy right now no hell and it's like I'm, that's right I'm an independent woman I don't need your chicken sandwich no Oh, stinky ass chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I man. think the person at the table with the, uh, I guess, highest emotional intelligence here is probably Nate because he be in there yeah. and be some rappers in there. Oh, my just God. Like... <laughs> no, no. Nate nah. is ruthless. <laughs> he that, no, he won't tell him, but he will have the blankest expression, bro. Like, <laughs> like somebody can nah, make that's it. fire. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fire. No, God. no, I just for me, I just, I just be, I try to be as, uh, what's what's the word, um, can, like constructive criticism. Oh, that's important. Yeah, I got, yeah. I try to be the most construct, whatever, yeah, the, constructive. Yeah, yeah the most constructive that I can be. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, if it if it's not heading down like a path that I think you know what I'm saying is good for the music, yeah. then I just try to like with the physical aspects of like you you need to do this different you need yeah. to be louder this or that yeah. i just want to say if it's good or bad because that really means nothing to people 100 you know percent. also that, that's it's also subjective, subjective. Yeah, yeah yeah you need to know like okay what is it about yeah that 100%. i need to do different for it to yeah. be better I, you know i seen an interview with nipsey um and it was on big boy this was from years ago and they asked him about like lauren london right and then he like had a pause like he paused and then Big Boy's like, that's the longest pause I ever heard. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, you got to come correct when you're talking about, you know. Uh, and it, what it is, is people who are emotionally intelligent, they process shit. Yeah. So, I've been doing that too much sometimes. <laughs> I feel like I really got to sit there and be like, there's a lot of information I need to get out. What's yeah. the best way possible? But, but overthinking shit sometimes takes away from the emotional aspect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if you're always sitting and processing and thinking. You can't just respond emotionally because you you're, you're holding it back. Yes, yeah. so yes. you got It's got to be a give and take. Yeah, sometimes. we had a conversation a lot actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be times. It could be let's say it's your girl and she's all emotional and mad. The dumbest thing you could do is respond right then and there. Just listen. Yeah, I've been and, thinking. Uh, it's just think because yeah, a lot to. of times yeah. when women get mad, they don't make any sense at all. No, you let yeah. them get their shit off. Let them get it off. <laughs> let them get their shit let off. Let them bro. get that shit off. <laughs> and then, like, once you process, you'll be like, oh, okay, I understand you was mad because of that. Okay, yeah, well, now nah, we'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, I remember when I did say that. Okay, because a lot of times in order to not argue, you got to, like, make them right in some fucking way. <laughs> yeah. So then they'll just leave you like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you got to realize, too, like, people feel some type of way. A lot of times because it's something that you did that they just processed in the way that they did. You know what I'm saying? You might not have been totally in the wrong and like attacking or whatever the situation may be. Mm -hmm. But it's like they felt that way for a reason. They Mm -hmm. not. Yeah. Except for some instances making it up completely. Yeah. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. some that you did. So you got to like, all right, let me listen to what they're saying. I actually probably did some, and then you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just be Mm -hmm. apologetic. I think that's a 100%. I think that's, it's a good thing when you can. Um, it's a certain level of accountability. Facts. Like, yeah. what, what did people I, don't got that shit. No, they people don't. don't got accountability. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do wrong? It's mm. so easy to own up to shit. 
it, it's it's relieving too when yes. you're like you know I'm sorry like I fucked up like I shouldn't have done that to you 100 yeah. percent and then they be confused because nobody does no, it, it. Does shit, so yeah. now they be on stuck especially when you do it fast yes it's like it almost catches people off guard yeah like, you're not even understanding what I'm saying like I'm sorry what do you want me to say yeah, <laughs> yeah all right what do you want me to do now you want to argue some more yeah, <laughs> usually they do yeah they do yeah, yeah. they want to get their shit off yeah. I don't I I and I think it's very it, it's um it feels it makes you feel very free when you could own up to like not knowing something too like the other night i was taking a trailer out to springville and i don't Mm -hmm. normally haul 53 foot box trailers but you know we switched to work up for a little bit and i seen a dude there i said hey i don't normally do this i'm not the greatest at this so can you help me Mm -hmm. and he was like what do you mean you don't know how to do it i said i don't normally do this job I don't want to act like I'm a, a pro at doing this specifically, so I need some help. Yeah. And the look on his face is kind of like, um, all right, I'll help you. Yeah. But I'm not going to be the guy that acts like he knows what the fuck he's doing, mm-hmm. mess some shit up, and now I'm accountable for it. I'd much rather get help. But there's so many men out there that don't have the uh, uh, emotional intelligence or best decision making, and they put themselves in situations and they fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're a person who is aware of yourself and others, you can start making better decisions mm-hmm. that also help you not only in your in your um, in whatever career path you're going, but just in life with your personal relationship with your wife or your girlfriend or your family members. Because there's certain ways you deal with people. You got your drunk uncle that you deal with him a certain way. You got your fucking girlfriend you deal with a certain way. You got your mom, your dad, you got your business associates and if you you can't deal with them all the same way yeah it's not going to work mm-hmm. and if you do deal with them the same way then you got a bunch of fucked up relationships <laughs> you, you yeah. cannot deal with your drunk uncle the same way you deal with your girl yeah nah. it's not going to work <laughs> nah, not even close <laughs> not my chicken sandwich <laughs> you know what dude i think we'll be amazed i don't know if this even exists anywhere in america Chicken they, sandwich? <laughs> yeah, those is everywhere, bro. Well, okay, you, got, you, you guys gotta let me fucking finish what I'm saying. <laughs> if they had, okay, you know how you have um, In and Out, mm-hmm. right? They've mastered one thing: burgers, fries. I'm not a huge fan of them, but that's what they do. Yeah, Chick Fil A. They just got what? How many things they got? Two things on their menu: chicken. Pat uh, sandwiches and like chicken nuggets or some shit. Tenders, nuggets. It's a small menu. It's a very small menu. Yep. So they've mastered this very small menu. What if they came out with a restaurant called Just Chicken? Just chicken, man. It's just fucking chicken sandwiches only, Mm -hmm. right? And fries. That's it. That's all you make all day long. I mean, that's Bucky's. Chick fil A, kind of. Kind of Bucky's. Yeah, but Bucky's don't they got a, their menu is a little bit angry chicks. Like are you, you mean like literally one sandwich? Yeah, literally yeah. Like no other no like spicy. No, other, no, no I think regular. I don't think unless it was like something that literally everybody eats, then I feel like the business model would just do terrible because really? it's like well, you're excluding so many people. Yeah, mm. yep. some people like hot chicken. Plus, it's like the appetite on you no. Know, some people like nuggets. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. if you're just only doing chicken sandwiches, then you lost all the nugget people. You lost all the nuggets. They got to chop it up themselves. <laughs> I'm never going back there. Never <laughs> chop my nuggets up myself. There, there is something to that simplicity, though. Like yeah. I feel like yeah, maybe sure. the metaphor of that works better than 100%. the actual thing. Because oh, like yeah. I feel like it's even with artists. Certain artists they they do everything, and it's like, bro, if you just delegated this or this to 
if you let somebody else direct your music videos, you might be a better artist. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And like going back to the artist thing, me and him have the conversation all the time. If I only made ratchet music, I would be way further in my career. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. I like to do everything because I like to take the artistry very serious. And I want to be and I want to be considered a great more than just a. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like it has a shelf life, though. Like I see certain um I don't want to say no names, but there's certain music videos we be at, and then I'd be like, bro, like this song is the same as the last song. Yep. And it's like, if if you're not maturing as you're, you know, as you're growing or you're maturing with your audience and your fans, um, you just you're gonna be stuck in the past and then people are gonna get tired of it eventually. Yeah, like, it's just, crazy how similar <clears throat> that is to what you're saying with the restaurant idea. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's it's why like I'm literally like the same that. exact shit. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like if you go to a restaurant that has a bunch of options. You might not get the one that is your favorite. Mm, yeah, maybe right. even the first five times going there. Yeah. Same thing. You might not hear your favorite style of song the first five times listening to somebody. Right. But if, you know what I'm saying, they only serve one chicken sandwich and you like chicken sandwiches, it's going to hit, but it's going to get played out after a while. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? True, it's like man. literally the yeah. same exact shit. Same exact Yeah, shit. so I think that the whole idea of minimal options may work better than one. It works for the, it works sooner. True. Yep. It gotcha. works faster and it works sooner. But yeah. the other approach is like the longevity approach for sure. Yeah. Just the whole idea. Well, I was thinking. But it's hard because you got to get people to come back that fifth time until exactly. they find their favorite. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's like, Facts. that's the hardest part too because people's yeah. attention is so fickle. It's hard to get their attention. So, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. You yeah. might have to have Obama yeah. come through and like <laughs> yeah, no, take a picture with Obama real quick. You feel me? Because <laughs> then they'll, they'll listen. Yeah, this like chicken that. sandwich is him. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, uh, right. uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole options thing though. Like you think about that, that's crazy how this kind of goes in a multiple, it's like a multifaceted idea um even like dating if you have a million options chances of you making the best decision are very low you got a bunch of chicks Mm -hmm. like 30 chicks hitting you up you're not gonna make the best decision you're not but if 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 it's like two or three solid people and you start to see who they are then you're like okay she seems like a cool chick that's just in general Mm -hmm. so the idea like okay what's the place in town um is it Frosty King? They have a fucking massive menu yeah, outside. They got everything. Yeah. That shit is just too much. <laughs> I drive by it because I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I want a fucking corn dog and a salad <laughs> or a burger. And it's just like, fuck, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah they serve they, everything. They don't give you a lot of time in a drive through either. So no, it's like, you got 30 seconds before you got to know what you want. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a fucking huge list, man. That shit look like a, a sign-in sheet. <laughs> they getting their shit off over there, bro. No, they, <laughs> getting, yeah. they getting their shit off over there, bro. Chef for over real. there, whipping. Yeah, no, nah, whipping everything, too. Yeah. Whatever you need. Anything. Yeah, you said filet mignon? You said filet mignon for Frosty King. You're disgusting. It's on the back of the menu. You're nasty, man. <laughs> the secret menu. Disgusting. They're frying everything in the same grease. Literally. She over there eating chicken yeah, fish and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken that. fish. <laughs> Long John got some bomb chicken fish. <laughs> Do y'all eat Long John still? I've not been there. Still. Any. It's really good. <laughs> So what? When did we start? <laughs> Wait, hold up. Y'all to go through a Long John's phase? I'm dead. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna front. I've, I've been to Long John's Maybe probably like three or four times. Bad. Yeah, I've probably been to it like five, six times in my Long life. Long John's, I've been <clears> there <throat> a significant amount of time back in the day. Back in but the day. But like recently, no, but it is good though. I'm, I'll give them that. For me, the problem was always like 
the lemon juice. It came in packets and it wasn't real lemon juice. What? It was like it was water concentrate. Oh, so you stop eating their fish because <laughs> of the lemon. <laughs> the lemon is the lemon, lemon is juice. very important for the fish. <laughs> that is insane. Wow. Yeah. I mean, of course, I was little too. So, well, yeah. to keep it one hundred though, when you when you look at these uh, like these food trucks or the the mariscos you were talking about, that they give you real fucking lemons. Yeah, or yeah. limes. Yeah, food trucks is quality. Yeah. Yeah. Like the best tacos is off of trucks, trucks. not restaurants. Yeah. But yeah, I can understand uh, his, it's like his more reasoning. like home cooking. Oh yeah, put the love into it. The it's home. a food truck on Brundage that be like that got a line around the corner. Oh, uh, that's a bit a Birria Bros. Oh yeah, yeah. Birria Bros. Oh yeah, my, I think I went there. there. I see the line every time. Yeah, fire though, bro. I've had a taco from fire. there. Well, somebody had one and gave me one, and they're bomb. It's a yeah. tie between them and the place I go to out there off Wee Patch. Okay. Those two places got the most lit tacos. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is like. <clears throat> The fucking Jay Z of tacos he's talking Sheesh. about here. <laughs> he got to go to uh, El Venado, bro. Yeah. Where is that? It's in L.A. or Pablitos? You saying that with no here. accent, man? Hey, <laughs> hey look here, Pablitos. Is Pablitos here. Man. I'm not gonna know where that is, man. I'm telling you, Pablitos. <laughs> got to look it up when you leave. Pablitos yeah. is team, bro. North Hollywood. Yeah, yeah the I'm truck, gonna... not the not, not the restaurant, the truck. Oh, the truck? The restaurant's fire, too, but the truck got the too many right. places to eat in L.A. There, there's a, a lot of black-owned taco trucks, too. I don't know if you know that. I mm, didn't. Yes. Know there's, a, uh, there's a dude. Taco Mail. Taco Mail's one guy. I he heard has, that he one. has two places. Fire? Uh, I haven't been there. I heard it was yeah. decent. It's like black tacos. How black folks, how we make up at home. Oh, with the, with the ground beef? Yeah. <laughs> that's not it, bro. I know it's not. That's look, not it. But it's too, but it's, I heard great things about it. So, uh, look, at the end of the day, it's not like a traditional Mexican taco. We from Cali, bro. We eat Mexican tacos yeah, here. Exactly. But we grew up when, you know, when mom or dad made them, you, you know, I don't know how you grew up, but I didn't grow up with a lot of money. So we was using ground beef. Ground oh, beef. yeah. We was using ground beef for sure. That's how I knew about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew about it. Hey, man. She used to be like, there's ground beef in there and some cheese. Uh, and some cheese. I made a little bit of salsa. You know, it's nasty. I remember I was in like first grade or something. And, you know, we used to the ground beef tacos. But I went to um, I went to my friend's house, and she had only American cheese. Okay. So before I ever had Jack in the Box tacos, that was the first person to introduce me to putting American cheese on the on the tacos. Oh, I was, uh, I it was lucky. Called nasty. the police. It was you talking nasty. about like a craft single, like a yeah. yeah. Wow. I would have called the police. Yeah. That's put crazy. cheese slices yeah. on it. Yeah, oh my God. take them all to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's it's definitely the one. Huh? There was some fucking restraining order tacos, man. Don't you <laughs> ever coming back here. to this place again? <laughs> <laughs> she see you in school a year later. Why haven't you talked to me? <laughs> <laughs> you just run away. <laughs> Stay away from me. <laughs> one of the I worst things what, when people can't cook, they do two things to fuck the food up. They either over season it and it's hot. It's just not hot, but it's salty as fuck. Mm-hmm. Or it's like uh, uh, overcooked, yeah. or it's just fucking cold. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yo, just give it up, man. Maybe yeah. I be seeing you on the ground whipping it up. I do. I be <laughs> it up. Him too, though. You be cooking. Oh, really I, nice did, I have been seeing you. Yeah. Really nice with it. Really nice with it. <laughs> <laughs> I seen him. I gave you some credit too. I was like, okay, Nate, you in there cooking? Yeah, it up? I get Presentation lazy. is a one. But every yeah, time. that's what it but is. But Nate be that's making funny. a lot of shit that like it looks good, but it really don't go together on one plate. <laughs> It'll be like biscuits, rice. <laughs> 
You'd be like, yeah, nah, I'd be making random shit because it, it'll just be whatever we got at the crib. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't be planning meals. Like, my mom will plan a meal, and it's like, mm-hmm. you got the sides all lined up perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm at my apartment from cooking for myself, I'd be like, all right, what we got today? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, Nate got like the appetite of like uh, a big black man. <laughs> Nate, no, more than any person I know. Nate, really? when yeah. he showed up to the last podcast, he showed up with like catfish and like. Uh, that's that Jay's place. That Jay's place. Plate, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Catfish plate. Shout out to Jay's. Yeah. It's still close. Breaking my heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. They didn't have close. outside seating? No. They shut, they shut down for a minute. It's yeah. a it's a fusion place. I think it's in LA. It's a soul food slash Mexican restaurant. Mm. Whoa. That's fucking sound. We talked about this. We made a menu. What's that? We made a menu. You got a restaurant for our, for our own. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. What was it? It was um, idea. It was like. Nah, I can't even say because then you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Already They're already stealing our ideas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, that's a typical rapper response. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could, um, if you make a Mexican like a, like a soul food Mexican fusion place, it could be like fried chicken and like authentic Mexican tacos, mm. or I don't know what side you could get to go with. The, it's it would be fucking fire though. Yeah, no, it would or like. Or like, think about this. Y'all know the full fried fish. The um, I forgot what they Tilapia. call tilapia, but there's a name for it. Like uh, I, yeah, you I mean the whole fish? Yeah, head and all. Um, head and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta cut those fucking eyes out. That whole head, I don't do that. That'd be fire to me. But uh, <laughs> you be eating the eyes on the fish? Oh no, I don't touch the eyes. But I'm just saying, oh. like, the, the whole the having fish. the whole fish there is the vibe. You, you know, feel me? Yeah, that is the vibe. But okay, so you fancy stuff. You do the whole fish, and then we do like. Black people sides like you do like mashed potatoes. Oh, you do that might you, be fire. You do green beans or greens on the side. Oh, yeah. be gas. oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Can you imagine that Mexican tacos with fucking collard greens on the side? Whoa. That'd be crazy. Man, That's what I'm saying though, that would be crazy. Everybody yeah. at that restaurant for sure would get diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal. I just went to this spot somewhere in LA. I don't. I can't remember the name, but. They take food stamps, like real food stamps. Uh, it's a fish spot, yeah. Huh. Wow. That's tight. I'm at the, well, I don't know if y'all got food stamps, but I'll link y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I used to have food stamps. I yeah. wish I did. Text me the yeah. link. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. Back, back in the day, man, back in the day, I grew up on the, the real food stamps. Like oh, the actual, the actual paper? The book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the book, and then like, the the street value mm-hmm. versus like you could get the street value yeah people know the street fifty percent yeah, yeah you gotta you know oh yeah 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 fifty for hundred hundred yeah. for two hundred yeah yeah so I, I remember um I used to find like little books sometimes on the way to school mm-hmm. people be just dropping people be dropping yeah. their food stamps man hey tripping yeah it was a game you could do too you go to the store. You buy something for a quarter mm-hmm. and you get, get seventy five cent back get that seventy five cent back yeah. then go to the next store. <clears throat> And then turn that in, you get 75 more cents. And you go to another store, <laughs> and you get 75 cents. Hey, I used to run it up at A1. Yeah, and then the dude would be like, one dude, one dude at the store like, I know what you're doing. Stop doing it. What are you doing? Stop doing it. <laughs> that was comedy. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where we at, man? Uh, 157. All right, man. Well, uh, looks like we're coming to an end. Um, make sure you uh, What's your guys' socials? Give Wait, before we end it up Like, what do you guys got on the way? Like, what's, exactly. what's, what's in the works that you can tell us? You know uh, Me and Benny got a project coming out pretty soon Okay So, uh, yeah, it's gonna be called Joe and Benny 
Okay. Th- that's the next thing I'm looking forward to. It's only going to be six songs, something real short, you know what I'm saying? But uh, mm-hmm. okay. people been, you know, they kind of consider us a duo, so want to give the people what they wanted, you something know what I'm saying? Something light, okay. And uh, yeah, so we got some super big features on there, like some super big features. Super. So. Wow, I can't right. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Even okay. the track list. I think you guys are gonna go crazy for the track list. Yeah. So like oh, wow. that's that's what we got coming next and uh that's all I'm focused on right now. You know when wow. it drops? Uh when no, not drop. yet. Okay. And but and I'm gonna keep shooting videos for Maybach Dream. So if you guys are listening, keep tapping in with that. Yeah. Uh and yeah, that's about it, man. I appreciate all you guys who listen to me and support the Truckers Mind podcast as well. Appreciate uh, it. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Nate. Nate. Um, you sure. going back to work anytime soon? Man. Yeah, I got to. <laughs> it says EDD running out. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I gotta go back. I gotta go back to Paramount. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm go back there. Hopefully, get some credits. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because a lot of my coworkers been getting stuff. I had a few that just got on the 21 Savage project. Oh, oh nice. They got credits on that. Some yeah, some got on the the YG project. So I've been seeing that. I'm getting a little a little antsy. I'm like, I yeah. gotta get back. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go back do that, and then. Uh, just like home studio improvements. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Once so you the, got some new gear. Yeah, some new gear. I'm going to just like redo the whole room. And then hopefully when uh, the funds get high enough, you know what I'm saying, get uh, a whole separate spot. That's really like the yeah. big goal right now is like to, yeah, was talking about to get a whole spot because mm-hmm. that'll be crazy. Yeah. I was just telling him the other day, like it would be dope to have just like a podcast and portion and then mm-hmm. music yeah. and then, you know, just a whole hub of just oh, yeah. stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Bro, that, super that, fire yeah for, mm-hmm. yeah definitely in the future there's gonna be we're gonna have a really decked out yeah. setup yeah it's gonna be wild oh mm-hmm. yeah definitely sure. mm-hmm. i wanna I, and i don't wanna bite off anybody else's idea i wanna have it to where we got like a podcast like hub like a really decked out joe rogan specifically for that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the way the sound set up the mics are set up i wanna have Make sure the guests are really comfortable. Like these seats you guys got there, huh, huh, they're all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. bad. My back ain't hurt. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want to set it up to where you feel like you're just at home. Yeah, you know the home feel. I want to have somebody bringing snacks in here. The whole shot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, we got to do it big for real. How much do you think like something like just if you have just one room or one recording room? How much like a rough estimate on the low end? With that cost to just like something just a room some, like this size like to kind of deck it out to be um, recording ready i mean so i already have a lot of the gear that mm-hmm. i need because it's like you know our type of recording you don't need much you just need like one signal chain pretty much yeah um but i mean if you're trying to do it up all the way maybe like anywhere from like 20 to like 500 mm-hmm. really you know what i'm saying if you want to because like building recording studios you want to Make it a double room. So you mm. already got a room. You got to make a room inside of that room. Yeah. For the sound to be right. So yeah, you could run it up the back for sure. But no, uh, yeah, no, I'll drop a little. I'm like my twenty dollars to five hundred dollars. I have to really. Think. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. That's yeah. a lot of money. But yeah, no, nah, we just you know what I'm saying, just trying to level up. That's yeah. that's the whole thing. Every mm-hmm. day it's like we wake up on a mission, trying to level up, trying to you know do something bigger than the last. Yeah. So. I think it would be dope is if you created almost like a uh, what was that in was it in Detroit was it Hitsville USA or whatever you call it oh yeah I think Motown be, I think it'd be dope mm-hmm. to like what I would want to do for like creatives or music, people who create music or podcasting is to have like you know four or five houses and then have them gated off right mm, interesting so all the creatives could go into these houses or these places and they could do what they do that'd be fire because it's a lot of houses 
in around this neighborhood that are businesses. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a house, but yeah. it's like you walk in, it's a uh, restaurant. You 100%. Know what I'm that'd be yeah. tight. Yeah, man. I fuck that with would that. be crazy. Yeah, it would be, you know. You ain't got to worry about the neighbors. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And there wouldn't be none there. And if they complain, I'd just buy their property. <laughs> <laughs> boss moves, boss, boss talk. Go ahead and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, drop your socials, man. Uh, my Instagram is at a underscore Nate underscore. Can you spell that for him? Uh, A-Y-E underscore N-A-T-E underscore underscore. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you? Okay. Yeah. My Twitter is uh, Joe Manor HR. And then my uh, my Instagram is Joe underscore Manor. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Spotify, just Joe Manor. SoundCloud, just Joe Manor. YouTube, just Joe Manor. You know Joe Manor, human resources. <laughs> Whatever you need. meet Mondays. When can we expect another vlog, man? Hey, hey, calm down. You asked a lot of questions. <laughs> no, I'm playing with y'all. We uh, we just have to, you know, have some more really fun experiences. Yeah. But uh, we got enough now. So we're going to chop it up. We're going to get to see y'all soon. That's yeah. cool. Probably man. next Monday or the Monday after that. For sure. That's cool, man. And my uh, Instagram is kfink. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you've been listening to this podcast and you made it here, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Fink. We're out of here. Peace.